I think we live. I think we live, baby. It's game time. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let the ceremony begin. Countless battles, I walk with no shadow. Yeah. Desert in sandal, the ghost with the candle. Woo. King of all crowns with the rattle of serpents. Blood, I thirst since I am the worst. Ah. Follow your footsteps, you have no footprints. I am the surface, you worthless purpose. The moon, the stars, I'm connected to darkness. Heads of marksmen, I've hunted the farthest. Villains of troops, Molotov the roofs. Black Sunday service with Holocaust roots. Homo Kabbalah, black magic and balas. These AKs and hollows will leave you forgotten. This bottomless season, you look. Looking for me, Mussolini, Godavi, the world cannot stop me. I'm legend, remember me? Give this since birth, you were delivered in a hearse. Your mother and your father trade your soul for a curse. I'm a soldier, coming at you like a locomotive. Woo! Never knew I'd navigate the culture. Woo! Servants at the tabernacle potion. The devil made my father, little spirit set beside me. My mother was a slave to three wishes on her island. Ever cheat death? Uh. Ever wake up and can't catch one breath? <laughs> Master of obstacles, the Nostradamus. I structure the continent, the director of operas. I swing my arms, I move the seas, I change the weather, 500 degrees. The god of chaos, I shed no pity. Come over for the seance. Hey, kitty, kitty. The ruler of your conscience. Yeah. In your head, I'm a monster. Uh, take control of all your options. Yeah. There's no way you gonna stop this. Uh, uh. The ruler of your conscience. Yeah. Yeah. Where you gonna stop this? Yeah. Is anybody home? There we are. <laughs> you. Check one, check two. Is everybody in? Is everybody motherfucking in? Welcome to motherfucking Hoodstocks, baby. Uh, 101. I mean, this is going to be a lesson, but this is actually episode 101. That's right. All right, right, right on. <laughs> um, you know, today's podcast is brought to you by 3D Energy Drink, man. Shout out to this dude right here. Hey, homie, the, the homie that's dropping me these off, bro, DM me. Hit my DM, bro. Every time he comes by and drops them off, he's dropping off cases and shit to the podcast, bro. Matter of fact, I'll give you something to take home. Right. You fuck with energy drinks, though? Yeah, you know, maybe once in a while. They're, they're actually pretty good, my boy, and they dope-ass cans. There's different. Every can has a different color with the fucking whatever the, the flavor is, you know what I mean? Right. So, anyways, yeah, dog, no but... I mean, fuck what it looks like. It's all about what it tastes like. Yeah, is it and good or It does a job, dog. All right, all right. It does a job, dog. You know what I mean? Um, and this is coming from an ex-meth crackhead. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know? It uh, works for you, then uh, it's, been, it's tested, right? Yeah, it's been tested by the best, baby. That's right. You know what I mean? I think that's what, I think that's what they do with energy drinks. They take them to Skid Row, homie. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they say, drink three of these, you... Crackhead motherfucker. I mean, yeah. And if she breaks off in a 50 yard race, they're like, oh, yeah, this is good, dog. Bro, <laughs> we gotta take those to like Silmar or some shit. They really wanna test them. I think that's where the tweakers are. That's where the real meth heads are, right? Oh, yeah. The valley. They are, bro. Yeah, they're, they're camped out. Skid Row, you get nothing but the Katos and uh, yeah. good old crackheads. Yeah, right? no, no, no. You ain't lying, dog. Like, uh, this Silmar, homie, they, these motherfuckers, dog, are, they've taken over the streets, homie. They, they are building, homie. Three story. I mean, back in the day, they had cardboard boxes and shit, dog. You know what I mean? And, and 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 you know what I mean just cardboard boxes. Now they got three story pallets, uh, mansions. You know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. And, and and then they got the, these motorhomes, dog. These motorhomes that got fucking uh, house air conditioning uh, uh, things hanging out. The <laughs> these motherfuckers got condos, bro. I've seen them. 
Yeah. Whew. They looking good. Yeah, a house bigger than mine, but yeah. their shit is on wheels. Rock it, hey. <laughs> they can move that bitch anywhere, anywhere they want. Ingenuity, baby. Yeah. You know, they're I'm, smart. I'm, yeah, bro. I mean, they're up all night long and every day of the fucking week, dog. And I mean, they got, I mean, you know, they're using their time wisely, dog. More power to them. Yeah, absolutely. living life. Absolutely, dog. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. You know what? I feel like I cracked the Da Vinci code with this guest we have today, baby. Real shit. Uh, this guest is like a vampire. Homie only comes out for blood. I smell blood. From the darkest depths of the underground, L.A. royalty. L.A. royalty, my G's. One of the chosen few. Because there's back in the day, there was only a few of these motherfuckers. This man is a part of an unbelievable force. The gas mask ain't nothing to be fucked with. If you're from LA, if you're from Southern Cali, I mean, all around the world, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. The street platoon, Pied Piper, you know it's gotta be a sixth symphony for these ball-headed cycles to follow this man off a cliff. Pico Union, stand the fuck up. Burlington is in the motherfucking casa. Six side worldwide, you can thank me later, motherfuckers. I want everybody to give it up for the motherfucking psycho cynic, baby. Let's go. Let's go. That's a hell of an intro. I'm gonna have to sample you, dog. Oh, use that. That's all you, dog. Best introduction I've ever got. You. Yeah. Well deserved, my boy. You probably get told that a lot, huh? You know what, dog? Sometimes, sometimes I do it well. Sometimes I do it all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but when I, when I have somebody with the caliber like yourself, oh, it's so easy, dog. I mean, you, you know, like. It's easy to make you look good because you look good already, baby. Oh, I appreciate that, man. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's easy, dog. Yeah. I put these little words together and bop, bop, bop. But when I put these words together, it's from my heart, though, dog. Because, yeah. I mean, I was just, I, you know, bro, like, thank you, dog. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Absolutely, dog. Yeah, no doubt. You're like a, you're kind of like a mysterious dude. We talked on the phone yesterday, dog. And I'm like, bro, like, you know what I mean? I mean, do you even live on this planet, homie? Like, <laughs> where the fuck you at, dog? No, I, come, I come in and out. I'm an <laughs> interdimensional fucking reptilian shapeshifter. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nah, nah, real shit. Nah, you know, I like to be low key, man. You know, I come out when I need to. I, I have no problem being in solitude. You know what I mean? It's, eh. Solita I enjoy it. Solitary mm -hmm. confinement, baby. I mean, except in prison, but at the crib for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, I mean uh, the, 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 you know, quietness, right? Peace yeah. of mind. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody fucking beating down the door, fucking trying to yeah. holler at you over any old little thing. I mean, it depends who it is, right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what I got? Knocking at the door. You know what I got? A homegirl named Kika. I'm gonna hook you up with Kika, fool. Oh, I'm married, though. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking with you, my boy. <sighs> Have you seen Kika, dog? She's the yeah, hood. I think she's, so. you know, I caught your episode, man. You guys were wilding out. She's That's the, the shit. She's the hood stocks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she's the hood stock stripper. Like she will get naked for you, and she will beat your ass at the same Ooh. goddamn time, she dog. Looks like it. She's got guns, bro. Right, I right. ain't fucking with her, dog. Yeah, she had good energy about her. Oh, you know what, dog? She is. She. That's one thing about her. She's got amazing energy, dog. She's she's just fun, bro. She's a good. She's one of the fellas, but she's got tits and a big old ass, yeah, bro. She made a good co-host with you that episode, brother. She's fun, dog. All right, she's fun. I'm looking forward to having her back here and there. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know what I mean? We're open to have other, you know, women with big ass titties and big, you know, big booties as well. You know. And congratulations on that 100th episode, dog. It's big. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? That's a milestone, dog. That was man. That was that wasn't that was a journey. You know what I mean? And uh. 
everybody always like you know some people are always focused at the what's at the top of the mountain dog and i you know i mean i know you motherfuckers heard this before but they always say to you know enjoy the journey yeah and 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 i've really enjoyed the journey and you know i mean we're not even you know nowhere near close to that top of the mountain but we're just gonna have a good time and we're gonna see how far we can go dog yeah man you uh you filled in a void like i was telling you on the phone man this was needed you know what i mean i've been waiting for somebody to come along and uh you know give a platform for homies and just people that grew up in the hood, right? They don't necessarily got to be from a gang and stuff like that. There's plenty of successful and unsuccessful motherfuckers that have come out, you know what I mean, from a lot of these neighborhoods we come from. And uh, sometimes their story's not heard, you know what I mean? There's a lot of channels out there where they, they focus more like on prison stories and shit like that, which is, you know, it's cool. Sometimes we like to listen to those, but other times we just want to, you know, hear somebody's journey that don't got nothing to do with that, you know what I mean? But I, that come from where we come from, abso- right? Absolutely, dog, you know what I mean? And, you know, with this channel right here, bro, man, I can easily get boxed into a prison channel, bro. And I hate it when people try to like box me into like, oh, prison dudes are just not, like, nah, my G. Like we really try to, uh, I got I got uh, two females that are coming sun- Sunday, they're realtors, dog. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna teach us how to buy houses, bro. Yeah. What, how to fix the credit, so on and so forth. We need tools, that. baby. We need that. Yeah, tools, yeah. dog, you know what I mean? So, but uh, yeah, for sure, dog. I mean, this, this podcast, um, we, we we all make it for what it is. Hood stocks, baby. I mean, just because you just because you are, you from the hood doesn't mean you gotta go to prison. Right, right, right. right <laughs> you know, right. or someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you had a couple of the crypto fellas up here too, which was good information for those that are you know getting into that world. That was good information. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, it's good to see people that look like us that are well informed and well educated on those on those subjects. You know what I mean? You know what? I, I learned something from them dudes, and they and they taught me a word called FOMO. Yeah, and fear it, of missing out, right? Fear of missing out, dog. And so when these dudes put me up on this shit, dog, I'm, I'm you know what I mean? I'm kind of like, uh, um, how do you say it, dog? I'm a little in between work right now, dog. I'm on a, actually on unemployment right now, but that's by choice, so, yeah. bro. So, you know, I'm balling on a budget right now, but I had X amount of money, dog. Yeah. And then, the, you know what I mean? And I, what did I do, dog? I put the <laughs> shit in there, dog. I said, oh, shit, look at this shit right here. This is what they talking about. Yeah. I mean, let me put this 50 here, put this 50. I, I mean, I didn't do the Bitcoin. I, I didn't know. I did Bitcoin. I did stocks. Homie, I got shit. I own shares of shit. I don't even know what the fuck, bro. They could be making this shit up. I don't even know if there's a real address <laughs> to this place, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I kind of fucking, that's, that's one thing bad about me, dog. When I, um, when I kind of get, uh, like, put on to something or, or in tune to something, I get just like, ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's not, it's not good, bro. I think that's the, it has, has to do with that addictive personality, right? That's that we go We go down them rabbit holes hard when we get into something. You know what I mean? I, I, we, I, I tend to do the same thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, absolutely, dog. Go too deep sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a detriment, but at the same time, dog, you know what I mean? It's it's also too, like, you know, it's it's it could be a, a good, uh, it, it kind of it could be something good, you know what I mean? I mean, like you know, uh, f- for someone that does that, I, I don't, I'm stuttering now and shit, yeah. dog. You know what I mean? But I, I'm thinking of a word. I can't think of the goddamn word right now. But anyways, brother, uh, yeah, it's it's fucking amazing to have you here, dog. Thank you. you haven't done a lot of interviews. How many interviews? Can you count interviews on one hand? Yeah, I've done a bunch of them, but you know, they're always real quick and same same questions, you know, with the same answers. Or if I'm doing, you know, I might be doing an interview with Jack, and you know, maybe most of the questions get directed his way. I'll get a couple, but it's, it's always a mix. You know, what I mean, it's very very few that I've done on my own. You so, know, so now you know how you know, now you so now you know how Sendog feels. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it probably ain't the first time. Yeah, yeah. Man, you and Sin Dog might have Dog, a lot man. of shit in common, nah, man, bro. Nah, Sin Dog's a big homie right there, nah, boy. Is, is, yeah, that a, is that a bad joke? Nah, nah, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, just want to clarify that. Yeah. Man, to be compared to Sin, ain't nothing wrong with that, right? But, yeah. But I feel you as far as, like, uh, we play more of the back. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, you know, there's positions for everybody, and there's no, for me, there's no shame in that. You know what I mean? I know my position. Yeah, absolutely You know what not, I mean? Bro. And I try, I don't. I try not to get out of pocket with it, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I know what I bring to the table, right? So I got no problem with that, you know what I mean? So I had B-Row on here. I don't know if you know that or not, dog. You know what I mean? I had B-Row on here, and I gave him shit about that. I said, bro, how many times you been in the studio and send dogs in the fucking <laughs> side of the motherfucking studio mad dogging you, homie? <sighs> like, here, here this motherfucker go again. You know what I mean? Am I going to get a verse, B? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Am I just going to get a hole in your head? You know what I mean? Hey, man, he's good at that shit, though. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Just, got back the to, just back to playing your position, man. If that's, if that's his role, he's fucking one of the best at it. You can't take that away from him, right? As far as, like, if you want to call him a hype man, there's very few that could do it like Send Dog. You know what I'm saying? Who else? Flavor Flav, like as far as from that school that yeah. comes from groups like that, yeah. Send Dog's probably one of the best at doing that shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely, dog. You know, bro, um, and, and I love what you said, my boy. You know what I mean? Because, you know, some people don't get a shot because they don't want to play the position. They don't want to play the position, homie. They, they, they always, some, some people that are like, man, why can't I should be there? I should be there, you know what I mean? But, but maybe you can be there, but maybe you should play your position for a minute, you know what I mean? Take a step back, and, you know what I mean? Man, go ahead, dog. No, I was gonna say, let me, and then sometimes when they do get put in those positions that they want, they don't know what to, they don't know what to do, you know what I'm saying? But people want to be leaders, and, but it's hard to be a leader, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be a leader, you know what I'm saying? I, I have no problem being in the forefront with the homies, you know what I'm saying? But as far as like me want to be the one calling shots, I, it's, that's, eh, it's too much responsibility, you know what I mean? And I can tend to, like you said, disappear sometimes, right? So <laughs> I'd rather- Fade in the background? Yeah, Jack, like, oh, Jack is like, where the fuck did Senate go? <laughs> He's fucking hiding somewhere, that motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, I, like I said, um, some people want that role, but they're just not meant to fit it. You know, motherfucker wants to be a CEO, a sales rep, or fucking everything at the same time, and it's like, you just can't, you know what I mean? That's why. People get teams, you know what I'm saying? Everybody plays their part, and that's how you, you build something successful, you know what I'm saying, I believe. You know, sometimes I don't, you know, I put, the, I put my personal shit out there, dog, because I'm a very transparent person, and I could never not be uh, to have a platform like this just because a lot of my fucking luggage is on the street, so to speak, right, you know what I mean? But I had this conversation with my girl, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, several times, bro, you know what I mean? Uh, sometimes she, you know, might feel, there's times that, you know, sometimes females feel a certain way, you in a relationship, you know, and, and, and I've had this conversation like, love, you know what I mean? What you mad about? You playing your position. And <laughs> yeah. I'm playing my position. Yeah. You want to switch? Holler at me. Let me know. Yeah. You know? We Dude, can try it out. Yeah, they take a step back at that point. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the, to, to have like like this, this, uh, this, what we have right here, bro. Now we have dudes right here that are playing the position, dog. You know what I mean? You know, they're playing their position. We got a photographer. We got this. We got that. You know what I mean? We got security, dog. You know what I mean? You know, they're playing their position, dog. But at the end of the day, we are here together as one and we're equal, my boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever I got, they got, homie. You want the shirt, homie? Bam. There you go, my G. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's all love. But in order to have, uh, you know, these well-oiled machine, uh, better lack of words, um, people need to play their position, yeah. dog. And, and then it's a reflection of the success you're having. You know what I'm saying? You got, uh, you must have a, a solid team, you know what I'm saying? To be moving along just right the way you are. You know what I mean? Like I said, like I told you on the phone, I first, you first popped up on my feed on YouTube about a year ago, right? When the whole quarantine thing started. 
see you popped up, you know what I mean? And then you just kept popping up, you know what I mean? I can I see see your, your viewers and, and your numbers growing, you know what I mean? So that's a reflection of the job you're doing, I believe, you know what I mean? Yeah, relentless. I've always been a relentless individual and a lot of uh, I've I've directed that relentless energy for a lot of years in the wrong uh you know places. Yeah. Right. You know, what I mean, the streets, right. you know what I mean, the drugs, the pussy, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was, you know, yeah. what I mean, uh, that addictive personality of, you know, I need this right now. Right. You know, what I mean, and and so it, I feel like I finally uh, I'm channeling the, uh, the energy in the right place. Yeah, you know, I mean? believe so, man. And I can tell you, you know, you're a very energetic and energetic person, you know what I'm saying? And uh, and sometimes that that's the problem. Right. Especially, you know, growing up, how we grew up in the streets, in the hood. And, you know, we joined that early and uh we put all our energy into that, right? But if we would transfer that same energy into something what they call productive, we would have the same success that we had in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Because in the streets, you know, you get that rap. Oh, you, he's a fool. Oh, you don't want to mess with him. He's tough. You know what I'm saying? You could transfer that and get that same reputa- rep, uh, reputation on a, on a different platform, right? More positive. And I think that again, that's what you're doing. You know what I mean? And that's the problem with I think a lot of us where we grew up, right? Because there's man, a lot of my friends are uh, that I grew up with that unfortunately, you know, been washed up by the system couple of them have passed on they were very smart very smart individuals man i'm talking about smart as hell right but they either were addicted to drugs or the streets or whatever it was just real troublemakers and they were just their whole life in and out in and out in and out and next thing you know they're, they're 50 and or 45 or whatever they are they're just they're hopeless you know what i'm saying they don't see the light and they just they just give up but i was surrounded by a lot of smart people growing up you know and i always seen that i always recognized it you know what i mean and and I think about that a lot. I think about a lot of friends that are washed up and they're like, man, that he was a smart, I was a smart person, man. He could have done something different. You know what I mean? But sometimes, you know, those are the, that's the cards we're dealt and it's unfortunate, right? Wasted talent, doggy. Yeah. Wasted talent. And, and I, and I concur on what you're saying, bro, in regards to just like throughout these years of being on the streets, being in the neighborhood, being in cells, dog. I mean, I'm in prison, bro. And, and the, the dude that is busted for the most Ridiculous fucking crime is now in a cell with his head together. And what is he doing, dog? He's on his fucking third book, dog. Yeah. Writing books, bro. You know what I mean? Studying fucking history, philosophy. This dude is a file cabinet. He can recite yeah. fucking this, that. His, 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 his you know I mean? His yeah. retention is crazy, dog. And it's like, damn, my boy, you just didn't have a chance. Yeah. Yeah, no better, right? Unfortunately, he would, yeah, he didn't have a chance. Why? Because moms and maybe pops they weren't together. Whatever the scenario was, you know, there's a million different scenarios. You know, what I mean, he didn't have guidance. He didn't have a, you know, yeah. so on and so forth, dog. And there's so much wasted, uh, you know, talent that gets, you know, put buried in the dirt and you know, in prison for the rest of their life. And they, they don't real realize they don't they become a man in prison, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Or they become they, they they realize their full potential Absolutely. when it's too late. Yeah, they tap into that intellectual side of them. You know what I mean? And I guess better late than never. I think that's one way of being free of the mind, right? It's just educating yourself even when you're trapped in a situation like that. And, um, you know, yeah, more power to them, man. Whatever, whatever. However they could escape from that situation they're in. You know, let me correct myself, bro. It's never too late as long as you have the breadth of air. Yeah. Right? It's never too late wherever you're at. And I know homies in the penitentiary, and I talk to them, bro. I mean, that are living their best life, dog. Yeah. They living their best life. Living they good. lifers, bro. Now they can get fucking conjugal visits. Yeah, they got cards, the green, green dots stacked up. <laughs> yeah, you know. You, know I mean? you, got the, filled up. you got the boys calling yeah. in, too. Sadly, they homie, send me a few hundred bucks on your cell phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
Got to support them however you can. Yeah, you got to support them, dog. You they know, probably I'm, watching us right now. Somebody streaming us, homie, from, nah, from, they, from a level four. Nah, they. <laughs> I swear to God, they watch my boy. Yeah, all, the, all my all my G's that are in the penitentiary. They're like, yeah, look, everybody watching on the yard, dog. Yeah. I mean, they said, hey, fool, like. You doing good, dog. You doing good, fool. Yeah. Keep that shit and that must dog. feel that must feel good too, right? Because, you know, you would think sometimes a lot of the, the, the homies in there might be a little, you know, salty or resentful or you know what I mean, just angry at the world, right? The ones that aren't being intellectual, it's just the ones that are writing and doing their thing, still gang banging in jail. Um, you you think right that that they might be a little salty, but they're not. They're actually most of them are, are happy for what you're doing. You know what I mean? I would, you know what? I would go ahead and give it. I would give it a 70-30 split. I don't know. I'm just making this number up in my head. Yeah. But they, there's always, there's, there's got to be a crowd, uh, a circle of homies in the, right now. Not right now, bro. Who the fuck is Hoodstocks? Who am I, dog? But there, maybe in the past, the fool was just maybe talking shit. Like, yeah. who the fuck this fool? I remember Homie. that fool when he was doing this. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> people always remember the worst of you. They never want to remember the best of you. But, you the know? Wor- but the worst of me is the best of me. Yeah, there you go. I mean, at that time, right? Yeah. <laughs> the worst of me is the best of me. The worst yeah. of me back then, bro, yeah. put me into a level where like yeah, it's lucky right there uh, you know uh, that's right but 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 now yeah that was the worst of me but when you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah absolutely yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to get all weird about nah, this nah, 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 nah. <laughs> what I'm saying this whole is conversation's <laughs> gonna get real weird you know what I mean don't trip as we go like I said I veer off a lot so you I'm a space cadet bro I'm, <laughs> you're gonna have to reel me back in you know what I mean oh dog I do that shit sometimes I'll be like what I said like cynic, what what, what did I say, yeah, dog? I'm, a bad, I'm just a rambling baboon over here and shit. But that's know? but that's why we have podcasts, bro. It's okay to do that on a podcast, dog. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there's really no correct incorrect conversation on the podcast. Be true to yourself. Yeah. They want to know who you are, yeah. bro. Right? Like yeah. people want to hear you, dog. They, I mean, okay, we don't have Jack here, dog. We just have cynic right here, dog. No, we're not gonna just talk about music, dog. We're gonna talk about your personal life, dog. I mean, as much as we you're willing to share with us, yeah. but you know, growing up and so on and so forth, dog. You know what I mean? Because I don't really feel like I could never find anything on you about that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there's not much out there because those questions aren't asked. It's more like, oh, when'd you start rapping? Or uh, how'd, you, how'd you hook up with the Psycho Realm? Or, you know, who inspired you? Just, you know, the most basic cliche questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Never nothing deep. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't expect them sometimes to ask, ask questions like that. You know what I mean? Because they just don't know. You know what I mean? And they don't get even Even when they're interviewing like Jack or Sick Jacking or somebody like that, it's the same questions too. You know what I mean? How when'd you start rapping? Oh, your brother Duke. You know, they don't, you know, these guys, these interviews they just don't get creative with the questions sometimes you know what i mean so it's like it's uh, like it's like they're passing around the hope the the same template yeah yeah you know what i mean like here there you go <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty repetitive and shit <laughs> yeah know? and that's got that's got to suck dog and that's something that we don't ever want to do right here dog yeah. you know why because i you know i mean i i you know i'm not that person you know and um i would i would not be true to myself if i sat right here and i said oh well cynic you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what year? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Nah, bro, we homies, dog. We G's. Yeah. We from the we from the streets, baby. You know what I mean? Like we gonna shoot the breeze, dog. Yeah. However it comes out, dog. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You come from a different place, man. You're not like a traditional journalist, or you know what I mean? Using that same blueprint, <laughs> like like you just mentioned and stuff. So yeah, absolutely. And absolutely, dog. So you guys ready? Are you guys ready? I know you guys are ready. My shit been blowing up for this dude right here. I know you motherfuckers are ready. I know you cycles are ready, dog. I wanna, I wanna, 
I want to rewind the motherfucking VHS cassette tape, homie. You know what I mean? Wait, is it cassette tape? Yeah, it's cassette tape. VHS. Oh, VHS is yeah, it's, it's a it's video a tape too. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's tape. a tape too. Yeah. It's not the cassette tape. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I come myself. VHS tape, yeah. yeah, I want to rewind it back to the very beginning, my boy. You know what I mean? Right. You know when you you know what I mean you. I mean I don't know how far you want to go back. You want to go back to the dirty diaper, homie? I you know I mean shit. I can't remember that far back, but I remember far. I can remember far back. You know whatever, man. Just you know. Let, let, shoot let's, away. let's let's talk. This, let's 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 talk about this real quick. What is the age that we usually remember our earliest experience? Man, I think as you get older, right, those they start to diminish. But I would easily five, six years yeah, old, right? Five. I, th- right? I thought the same thing, dog. Yeah, I remember I was five years old, dog, and and my mom and and, and my pops had separated, and I was five years old, and my mom's with this new dude now. You know what I mean? My pops doesn't like it, bro. My pops is fucking on the bumper, dog. He's harassing. This motherfucker's a stalker, dog. He just won't let it go, dog. But he, he wants his he wants his his he wants his girl back, and he wants his three kids that he had with him. My mm-hmm. two siblings, my sisters. But this dude would show up with like uh, groceries. I remember one time he showed up with groceries, dog. And he said, "I brought groceries." You know what I mean? And and my mom's husband came out, and it ended up being a big old food fight like they're just fucking <laughs> bah, bah, bah. And, and and i was looking my, my room was the uh was a living room dining room my room was the dining room bro you know what i mean and, and i was looking out and she's like man don't look and i remember i was just with the car dog that's my earliest memory dog mm. i was with the car back and forth but in the back of my head i heard the chaos when i peeked out the window the driveway there was there was groceries all over the driveway so yeah that, what's your earliest thought man um there's a few that are left as far as like that far back. Uh, most of them are probably more traumatic, you know what I mean? Like kind of like, you know, the what you're ex- explaining right now. Um, but there's a few positive ones I remember, you know, a lot of skateboarding stuff, uh, you know, graffiti things, but the youngest, youngest thing maybe, uh, yeah, just a couple like, just like break dancing. I remember dancing a lot with my little friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Cause I was already, I love that. I was surrounded by DJs growing up, so I was always, when it was hip hop, they were playing, right? So I was early on that, and I always, you know, wanted to learn how to break dance and dance and shit like that, you know what I mean? So some of those memories like that, you know what I mean? Um, one, I guess, that you, that we want to talk, the first time I remember, I remember hearing some gunshots. I was like six years old. We went over to, um, my mom went to go visit some friend, and um, we just got there, we parked, bro, and some dude just talk, 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 talk. You know what I mean? I was like six, seven years old. That never left. You know what I'm saying? That was probably pretty traumatic. You know what I mean? So that's, a, that's one, you know, yeah. you know, besides the other ones that I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. I, I, my, my, <laughs> um, I, speaking of breakdancing, dog, I, I saw Beat Street in the movie theater. And um, I remember after seeing Beat Street in the movie theater, I went, I went behind a 7-Eleven and I got a piece of cardboard. You know what I mean? And anyways, yeah, I, I, I wanted to be a break dancer too, Ooh. dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> there's probably other ones that could get better example, but I'll, I'll leave those out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's it, you know what I mean? Like you know, it's just you know, it was just kind of like a random question, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I'm sure you weren't prepared to be like, yeah. all yeah, right, well, well, this fool's gonna ask me about my first. Like I was five time. years old. <laughs> yeah. I got my first Chuck Taylors. Yeah. <laughs> got my first fat laces. Yeah. I remember five. I got my first. 22. <laughs> You're like, damn, homie. That was you probably really, when I was like 10. You, you know what really mean? Yeah. Off of Pico Union. <laughs> yeah, that was like 10 years old. I still remember that memory too. Yeah, that was a good one. So uh, growing up, were you raised by moms and pops? Nah, man, unfortunately my dad passed away when I was like five years old. Um, so I was raised by my mom. You know, she remarried. You know what I mean? I grew up, I grew up with a stepdad. I have a beautiful sister, you know, half sister. Um, 
So that that's mostly who I grew up, you know. So my mom mostly raised me, you know. Do you mind me asking how your your pops passed? Yeah, he was a he was an alcoholic and he died from you know cirrhosis of the liver. You know what I mean? And uh, it was unfortunate, you know what I mean? But those things happen in life, you know. So we were just talking about that with my boy Works right here. There, he's this, uh, yeah. All right, his pops just passed. Yes. Through. Okay, man. Yeah. My condolences to you. So yeah, my dad passed when I was young, you know what I mean? So um, my mom had a you know, hard, hard task raising two boys and then you know, remarrying and having, having a daughter and uh, having to raise, you know, again, two boys that were just, you know, just lost their dad and we were probably you know, affected by it. You know what I mean? I still, I, I remember that too, you know what I mean? So it was tough in the beginning, navigating through it, but she did her best, man, you know, God bless her. And I'm fortunate enough to still have her, you know what I mean? So. How is how is step step stepdads are always funny and I'm a stepdad too, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But stepdads, but then again, it, it, I can see it can tend to be different, bro. If the kids doesn't have his father actively in his life, because so then off the rip, now you are you your pops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your dad. You know what I mean? And and you can easily gravitate to the man if the man is willing to you know what yeah. I mean open his arms to yeah. you, right? You know what I mean? He was a. Uh, I think I was the one that was more. Uh, like standoffish with him, right? Because I was so, because uh, I guess I didn't know my dad per se, right? Because was, I was I was so young when he passed, so all I had was like pictures, like memories. So somebody else trying to fill that void, I didn't allow it. You know what I'm saying? For a long time, so it was kind of like always like, yeah, you ain't my dad, you know that 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 whole thing. But he tried his best, man. He take me to we go to ball games, Dodger games. We go to the WWF at the sports arena when they used to come <laughs> through. So he did his part. Like I'm not, I I got nothing bad to say about him in that in that aspect. He tried. You know what I mean? If anything, it was me more than that. On that tip, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you ain't my dad, man. So know your know your know your limit. You know what I mean? So you were just a little gangster then, huh? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I guess without trying, it was just you know that affected me in that way. You know what I mean? There was probably yo, nobody's ever gonna feel those shoes. You know what I mean? So you had creases in your diaper. You weren't fucking around, huh? <laughs> hey, hell yeah! Surprisingly, you know one thing. You know what? I never I never got into dressing like that, bro. Which was crazy, right? Because that's that's how I grew up, but. That was like one style that I never, I just never, I never liked it. You know what I mean? I, don't get me wrong, I had plenty of Bennies and Ben Davis and shit like that, but you know, I just that wasn't that wasn't it. You know what I mean? But yeah. but yeah, yeah. I was wearing probably instead of fucking big old creased up dickies, I probably had whatever Levi's or some shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, and not 501s. I mean, you can never go. That's what I got. I got I got regular Levi's on, dog. You can never go wrong with a pair of fucking Levi's, dog. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I was at? This is something super random, dog. I was at. I was at Macy's, dog, just pushing through. I don't shop at Macy's, dog, you know what I mean? Um, but I was, I, I went there to look at the 501s, dog, but they had some vintage Levi's right there, bro. And now I don't know what it exactly, I know what the word vintage means, but when you buy something at Macy's, usually it's brand new, you uh-huh. know what I mean? And vintage to me means something that's maybe- Used old, Yeah, right? secondhand, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and the word, they had vintage Levi's, and these motherfuckers were like $200, fool. They were new though. Yeah, but but made to look old. All right. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I would have been checking the stitching, make sure you know. I was just joking. I don't know shit about the Levi's. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I know like the vintage ones, like the stitching is different and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fuck that. Two hundred dollars. I'll go to the thrift shop, homie. For yeah. Five for ten bucks. I mean, they getting these hipsters, bro. Oh, they are. They getting these. They like oh. <laughs> I smell vintage. <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, so, I mean, that's dope that your pops, bro, was 
I mean, you, you, your stepdad was taking you to WWF fucking events, yeah. bro. Like, damn, that's hard, bro. Because I wanted to go, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I mean, I think back in the day, they always told me that shit was too expensive, dog. Yeah, man. It probably was, man. You know. Motherfuckers. <laughs> I probably was. I'm like, was. Why? then why is Cynic there? I was there, bro. I had it all. I had the action figures and the little wrestling ring. Oh, you what? took that what? shit, too? What? Man, I had the ultimate you warrior be above my bed, dog. I wish I could rewind it back. I'd have fucking swapped you stepdads, homie. <laughs> I said, get this motherfucker out of here, dog. Yeah, man, yeah, man. See, you just want to throw baseball in the front. That don't cost nothing. Uh, like, Mom, give me a couple tickets, sports arena, and have them take me. She'd be like, all right. You know what I mean? So, Ma, were you a mama, mama's boy? Um, you know what? Probably my, my probably my brother was. You know, the first kids probably always get the. You know what I mean? I'm the middle kid, so we gonna start. You know, get the whole middle child treatment. But you know what? She she tried her best. Whatever, as far as like asking her for things, she would always. Uh, if she could, provide it, she would. You know what I mean? One thing about the way I grew up, like you know, I grew up obviously in Pico Union. You know what I'm saying? Which is a real real poor neighborhood, right? It's uh, full of buildings, a lot of buildings and old homes, a lot of Victorian homes and stuff like that. And um, but. We weren't, I mean, we weren't rich, but at the time we were, you know, we were good. We weren't poor. You know what I mean? We just happened to grow up there because it was convenient for what my mom did. You know what I mean? And uh, we lived in a small apartment, but we were okay. You know what I'm saying? If I wanted a pair of Jordans, I'd get them. You know what I mean? I had a pair of Jordans when I was eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she always provided in, in, in that aspect of things. You know what I mean? So if it was like something like that, like, yo, I want to go watch wrestling. All I had to do was throw a fit. You know what I mean? You know, we learned manipulation early. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we know how to manipulate our parents. So I would get I would get stuff like that. You know what I mean? So she provided in that aspect. There was never, like, food was never missing on the table. There was always clothes on our back. You know what I mean? My mom was a very giving, is a very giving person to this day. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we just happened to grow up in the hood, but we, were, we weren't poor. You know what I'm saying, per se. That's, that's dope, bro, because just on that, just on that fact right there, bro, it kept you from fucking robbing, bro. It kept you from always looking at things and being like, damn, I wish I can get a bike like that. I wish I can. I mean, so you were the rich kid in the hood then. I mean, ghetto, ghetto rich. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean, though, bro? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, no motherfuckers are, you know what I mean? Like, motherfuckers are walking around barefoot, homie. Yeah. You had Jordans on, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know? You know, my mom, um, you know, you uh, sent me a message, right, from the, with the homie. Papa's right. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Papa's if he's out there. I haven't seen that brother in a long time, but uh, yeah, like he's testament to it because for some reason, man, um, you know, Pico Union was like a a, a a magnet for runaways, like just mad mad kids from all over the city would end up in Pico Union somehow, some way. I mean, we had all the homies that live there, but we would get a lot of dudes from as far as fucking Thousand Oaks to the, to the southeast, and they would end up there, and they were most of them were runaways, and they would have nowhere to sleep. They would sleep on the rooftops. They would sleep at the buildings, whatever, you know what I mean? So my mom, when she would see that, if they were with us, she would always allow them to sleep at our place. She would feed them, dog. She would give them clothes. You know what I mean? So I remember this one time, we went to the mall, to the Glendale Galleria with Papa's, right? Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure, because I'm sure he didn't have no fucking money. She bought us two starter jackets. Like, I got one, he got one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of person she was, you know? So the neighbor needed food, she'd, she'd, buy you, she'd buy some whatever. You go to the market and do your thing, you know what I mean? So, you know, she was always giving like that, and everybody knew that in the neighborhood, and, you know, people, I think that's why they respect, you know, they have respect for my mom and stuff like that. She would never deny anybody food or anything like that, you know what I mean, a place to sleep. She might not have liked it, because sometimes it'd be like 10 motherfuckers in a small-ass room, you know what I'm saying? Not only my friends, my older brother's homies, you know what I'm saying? And we'd be in there acting 
crazy. You know what I mean? And I'm sure she's probably in the next room like, God, what, you know what I mean? <laughs> Why let these motherfuckers in here? You know what I mean? You know, bro, your mom was smart, bro. So let's shout out to your mom. Shout out to moms. Yeah, I mean, mom was smart, bro. Because a lot of moms would be like, get the fuck out of here with this shit. And what do you do when you get and tell them to get the fuck out, bro? You pushing them on the streets, yeah. dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And next thing you know it, dog, they're with all them fucking strays. They, they've got nothing to lose, yeah. dog. They're just sleeping on, like you said, the rooftops. And, yeah. you know what I mean? You're walking by a tree and there's some motherfucking blonde fool, you know what I mean? Sleeping <laughs> on a tree branch, yeah. you know what I mean? It's probably the way she grew up, too, you know what I mean? Because, you know, she, you know, she's from El Salvador, you know what I mean? My, that, that's where my blood comes from. And uh, it wasn't easy for her growing up either. So I think that probably always, when she would see kids with nowhere to sleep, I, yeah. it probably, you know, whatever it would trigger in her. You know what I mean? And she, so she would provide them, you know, somewhere to sleep, even if it was just for the night. You know what I mean? So, 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 real quick. So she was, she was born in El Salvador. Yeah. Okay. So back then, bro, that was a, that was fucking. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not good now, but back then, right? I mean, how is it now in El Salvador? Bro? I no, I have no idea. My well, understanding is they're they're cleaning it up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got the they got those fucking those. Uh, Model, they call it the model negra or something, you yeah. know, the, the death squadrons that go around picking up anybody that comes in like you. you know? Why don't we <laughs> get you a one? Them. Why don't we get you a, 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 a one way ticket, dog? And you let us know how it is over there. <laughs> yeah. Hell no, I'm straight. <laughs> I'm cool. Nah, nah. You know what? I would love to, man. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I'm going straight to the beach, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Catch me in the city. I mean, there's always nice parts in every other, oh, every fucking. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say horrible place. That's not the right thing to say, but you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, um, so she. What I was getting at though, bro, she's experienced a fucking rough life. So now that she's in Pico Union, you know, what I mean, she's doing a thing. Obviously, she's working. She's doing well for herself, right? Um, you know, she didn't. She don't ever want to see her baby on the streets. You know what I mean? Just fuck it. No, all you motherfuckers pile up right here. Oh, you need a starter jacket? Shout out to my boy Pops. That's my my G. He so he was he 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 grew up as a kid with you. He said, "Oh, bro, that's my childhood friend. That's yeah, my boy right there." He lived a long time right there. I know originally he was from like I think your area, right? No, 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 no. He he, he was originally from your area, okay. I think, and then he came to my okay, area. Bro. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we me and him used to hang out a lot. You know what I mean? That was my little dog. I don't know if you know, but Papas could dance, man. Yeah. Oh, what? That boy had mad rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I used to get down. You know what I mean? He probably still does. He probably just won't, won't talk about it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. Dude, the thing is, we had a crew. I mean, we were like 40, 50 kids, like our age. You know what I'm saying? Like between 10 to 15. You know what I'm saying? Like we were, you know, we had a, we had, we had a crew and we were the kids. Uh, chapter of it, you know what, what I mean? Was this when you guys were from KNS? No, we were from uh, OFA. Oh, if, oh <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, OFA, OFA. My yeah. bad, my bad. I was from a crew called OFA Alpha Action, right? Um, yeah. And uh, we got we got so deep, right? We had a, we we broke into the, we were the OFA kids, and then we had the OFA kings, right? And the kids were all from the age of whatever nine to like fifteen, and then you know, and then you had the other guys and stuff like that. So it was like forty, like I said, like forty to fifty of us, you know what I'm saying? Just deep. OFA. Bunch of little rugrats. Yeah. You, you, if you drove through those streets right there, Pico and Union, man, you would see at least a hundred fools just throughout that whole block. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, th and, th and that time, you know what I mean? So there was a bunch of them. But Papa's was a good friend, man. Like I remember, he used to, he, used to, he lived, he lived with us for a long time. You know what I mean? Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was that was his spot when he would, we would stay there. You know what I mean? I mean, back then the tagging crews. I mean, you had OFA, you had BSK, you had TA, TAC, CMK, KNS, SDK, AOB. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can go on and on and on. Yeah. But, but the tagging crews back then, bro. 
I mean, shit. I know, I know, I know my G's from the Backstreet Kings, dog. Them motherfuckers were crazy as fuck, dog. Yeah, those I were mean, the craziest fools that I met, dog, were from BSK, dog. You know what I mean? Like, but back then, you know, everybody was crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the tagging crews, it was their tag banging. I mean, yeah. it was off the hook. Yeah, we used to, yeah, yeah. Good old BSK. They were that was the opposition. But I was younger man, when the homies used to go at it with them. The thing about like, um, we OFA was a straight. We, we were a graffiti crew. You know what I mean? But we got so deep. And again, it's just, you know, it was full of troublemakers that, you know, when we'd go out partying, they would go to Hollywood or wherever they would go, they end up fighting with other people. You know what I mean? And that's how things slowly started escalating and they went from just a, a graffiti crew to what they ended up calling tag banging, right? Yeah. LAPD, uh, you know, kind of coined that. You know what I mean? And they always had OFA and this other crew, I forget the other crew, who they, uh, oh, they stopped considering us taggers. They just considered us gangs because we had homies getting busted for violent crimes, right? And when yeah. they got started getting going to jail for violent crimes, the graffiti stuff goes right out the window. You're just getting labeled as a gang, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? So that was, that was boot camp for me growing up. But that's because I, I grew up on the block, you know what I mean? It wasn't, like, I went out looking for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, no choice. No choice. Yeah, and, and I liked, like I said, I liked the whole hip-hop thing. And the graffiti part was, you know, was, was, was a part of it, you know what I mean? And I used to go out riding. And that, that's how I met a lot of the old, these dudes, right, from OFA, because they were older than me. But I would be in a skateboard. I'd be around the neighborhood. I, I don't know how I ended up with markers and spray cans. <laughs> I'd be riding on walls. And, hey, what are you doing, little fool? And then, you know, I befriended them. And, you know, and yeah. then that's, how, that's how we went. You know what I mean? So, you know, I was running in the streets with them since I was like eight years old. You know what I mean? Seven Damn, years old. A baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I grew up really fast. <laughs> I mean, motherfuckers, I mean, motherfuckers, it's hard for some people to wrap their head around that, dog. When someone like you says, man, I grew up on since I was seven, eight. You know what I mean? Like, you still a baby, yeah. man, G. When I think, because I have a son now that's uh, going to be seven. And when I see him, it's like, man, he's so innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh what was I doing in the streets? Like, I still try to wrap my head around it. Like, yo, I should not have been out there seeing the stuff I was seeing, exposed to the, the stuff I was exposed to. You know what I'm saying? But it was just part of the environment. I'm fortunate enough to not be in an environment like that. And my son is not growing up in that environment. Not to say he can't down the road, you know, mess up and fall into some other some other, you know, downfalls and have some stumbles in life. But as far as like the gang stuff and that thing, he's completely removed from that. You know what I mean? So as he should. Yeah. So as he should. Pops has already been down that road. Yeah. Why do you got to? Why does he need to go down? Nah, that road? Yeah. If, nah, I don't want that. That whole I want my kids to grow up like me or, or you know, not nah, like, you know, struggle makes you for sure. You know, the struggle being being in tough situations that makes you and it makes you, you know, want persevere, you know, and want better. You know what I mean? Like I said, I didn't grow up poor for most of my life, but there was a time, yes, when I reached like a, like a, my teenage years, things got rough. You know what I'm saying? Moms was no longer making bread like that. You know what I mean? And uh, things got, things got tough. You know what I mean? And, uh, but those, those, those tough times made me want more. You know what I mean? Cause I was rolling, like I said, you know, by the time I'm 15, 16, the homies already, you know, they're going to juvie providing crimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was fortunate enough, all I ever went to was detention in school, you know what I mean? That's as far as I got into trouble, go face the corridor, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? I, 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 I was able to dodge most of that stuff, but yeah. my, my friends weren't, you know what I mean? So I would see them and I'd be like, man, you know, in my head I'm thinking like, I don't, I don't want that, you know what I mean? I really don't, you know what I'm saying? But I was just, you know, those were my friends and I was fortunate enough to, to dodge a lot of that stuff, but it doesn't mean I didn't go through hard times, you know what I'm saying? Like I, when I would tell you like, um, the homies that would sleep in the streets, 
sometimes I would sleep in the streets with them. Not because I had to. It was by choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could have gone home. Sometimes I would go home, like, at 3, 4 in the morning. I'd be like, fuck that. All right, I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you would stay there with them. You know what I mean? Just, for, I don't know, out of empathy maybe or, you know what I'm saying? But so I know how that feels too. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what makes you, I think. You know what I mean? The, the struggle has helped me. You know what I'm saying? Um, just want more. You know what I mean? And, and uh, your environment. Yeah, yeah man. Because you know when you have it all and you continue to have it all growing up, you don't appreciate nothing in life. You know what I'm saying? You just you just grow up entitled. You know what I mean? And, and just spoiled. You know what I'm saying? And and those people are you usually don't you know have a hard time growing up. They go horrible, through all horrible people, don't depression and all that <laughs> other all that stuff, which is which is a serious thing. But they on the skittles. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. So yeah, the struggle, man. It really, it really helped me grow up. I grew up, like I said, it was a little too fast, but you know, I don't regret it. You know what I mean? I learned a lot. You know what? I don't want, I don't want my, I don't want my kids to grow up with a callus and be like, oh, they went through this shit so they can survive anything. Nah, I want my kids to grow up with fucking tools, my G, and education, uh, dog. Absolutely. Tools and education, dog. Matter of fact, you don't need the fucking, you don't need the fucking scars and all this other crazy, this mental fucked up shit. You know what I mean? Let's give you the tools. Let's give you yeah. the education. You know what I mean? Let's figure this shit out. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and I, th that's the, I mean, that's what I do with my little ones now now mind you i got older kids as well too dog that damn homie i, I fucked it up bro yeah. i fucked it up dog and and sometimes they remind me yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> you're back in school yourself yes sir yeah yeah back you school. mentioned that that's dope man congratulations on that yeah i go to i go to ucla and i go to uh, an electrical union i'm a fifth year uh uh electrical and apprentice for the ibw local 11. Dope. which is really hard bro comparison to UC, ucla is cake dog yeah. you know i mean but uh, uh electrical union dog it's five years of school and it's just grueling math formulas bro you know what i mean i mean i, I was I, I was at 20 some years old and i was still counting on my fingers you feel mm -hmm. me dog you know what i mean yeah, you yeah. know i was <laughs> math at, least, is, at least you're counting yeah. <laughs> yeah math was never math was never yeah. my strong point dog yeah. but yeah you know what i mean I'm, I'm trying to like uh you know, better late than never. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You so know? yeah, man, that's what it was like. You know, as far as those years as a kid, yeah, we grew up. You know what I mean? Or fake kids. You know, a bunch of runaways and kids from the local neighborhood that were, you know, going through their own shares of trouble. You know what I mean? And uh, we made the best of it. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? Those, they, it was fun, to say the least. Yeah, and some and so you 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 spoke on just like some of your uh, your friends. You started seeing them going to the Julie. Uh, you started seeing them get busted for serious crimes, and so. At this point in your life, is this just kind of like, you know, all the, the, the warning signs that, hey, I need to take a step back. I need to uh, reroute this energy that I got right here. Like, how did you maneuver that? Bro, yeah. American me scared me. Yeah, when that came out, right? I was like, I don't want to go to jail, dog. I'm cool. Yeah, I don't want to get raped. <laughs> like, Fuck that. that. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. right? So, um, nah, but you know what? Like I said, I was um, oh, I always loved the hip hop, right? And uh, I was intrigued. Like I said, I grew up with DJs. Like my neighbor was a DJ. My neighbor across the street was an old school disco DJ. You know what I mean? So, and down the block there was DJ. So I was surrounded by it. So I was always intrigued by it. I always wanted to learn how to make beats. I always wanted to learn how to rap as a kid, right? I'll tell you a story. There was, uh, my, my mom would have these friends that would come visit her from, uh, from Miami. And this lady would always bring her daughter and her, and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend was from New York, this cat from New York, right? And uh, we had a DJ system. My boys, it was my brothers. My brother had a, a, a cold DJ system, you know what I mean? He was a spoiled, he was a spoiled guy, you yeah. know what I mean? So mom hooked him up, you know, he had a new Mark PPD when they first came out, some Technique 1200 serving Vegas speakers, you know, amps, just mad crazy records, record shopping every weekend, you know what I mean? DMCs and stuff like that. So 
I used to like messing with it, you know what I mean? Because he was going, he would go through phases. He wanted to be a DJ, then he got into low riding. So I was like, who? Yeah, I'll stick with it. I'll keep the turntables. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so when, so when her friends would come and, 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 her, and her daughter's boyfriend seen it, he was like, oh, man, y'all DJ, DJ like hip hop? I was like, yeah, he would always talk to me. You know, I was, I used to ask a lot more questions when I was young. I used to a little bit more outgoing. So I'd be like, yeah, man, well, you know, you're from New York. Oh, cool, cool. Because he was from, right, he was from New York. So he's like, you ever heard of this rapper, this rapper? He's like, nah, you know. And, um, you know, just, you know, whatever. My brother had like Rakim and the EPMDs, but I had never heard like a really Coogee cool rap and, and the whole Juice, Juice Crew and stuff like that. And he lied to me. He told me he was um, Master Ace, right? He's like, yo, they call me Master Ace. I was like, cool. And then, uh, you know, he would write rhymes for me. He would write raps, right? And I was like, probably 10, 11 years old. He'd write raps for me every time he would come. And I, I remember one time I asked him, like, yo, yo, let me see your picture. Let me see like an album. And he brought me, I forgot whose album was, but when you opened it, it was like the whole Juice Crew was, you know, in, in, you know inside the, the artwork. And he tells me, man, I was standing right here in the middle, dog, but I cut out of the picture. You know what I'm saying? But I was, I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> but he bullshitted me, you know what I mean? When I grew up, obviously I do, it, it was a lie. So yeah. I always want to learn how to rap. Even So that made me want to learn even more. You know what I mean? So I would mess around and, you know, freestyle and like DJ. Then my brother really got into low riding and the, the DJ system was gone. You know what I mean? He needed some new datings and hydraulics. You know what I mean? The DJ Steve, that thing, that shit was done. So, Pawn shop. Yeah, <laughs> no. you know? Yeah. And um, so I continued on and, and um, I was always, that, that love for it, in my, in my head, I always thought like, yo, I think I can make it. You know, just dreams, right? And I'm mean, like, yo, I can make it. So as, you know, as we got older and I'm seeing the trouble, I'm like, man, like I really don't want to go down that route. And um, Fortunately, there was some homies in the neighborhood that rapped there. They weren't part of the part of the hood. They weren't gang members, but they grew up there, but they were straight hip hop heads. You know what I'm saying? Just East Coast stuff. You know, that whole, I don't like West Coast thing. You know what I mean? I love East Coast rap. You know, those kind of dudes, right? Yeah. And they knew I would rap. Shout out to the homie Big John, man. I ain't seen him in years, but he started coming to look for me. And um, he would look for me like, yo, let's go hang out with these dudes. You know, he'd take me to kick it with some cats in South Central. And all they did was rap. So I bet I'll... But I'm still kind of more like, man, I don't really want to be here. I'd rather be on the block. You know what I'm saying? Because I just didn't know. You know what I mean? I just thought I was doing it for fun and little dreams. You know what I mean? And these guys were actually good. And they were older. You know what I mean? And they were really good. So that's, he's really the one that took me on that journey. Well, he started, right? And um, having them believe in me made me be like a little more confident. Like, cool, cool, right? Like, yeah, I'm getting better. And then, you know, things started, you know, getting more serious in the neighborhood. We're talking about this now, like, 96, 97, right? And that was a, a very turbulent time in the streets, right? Yes, sir. So, mind you, like I said, you know, my friends, or especially my circle of friends, the, the five, six of us that would really hang out the most, right? Um, they started, you know, catching serious cases. Mind you, they were still juveniles, so they would get out. They, could be, they would beat charges or whatever it was, they would get out. But a couple of them were on that, they were on the watch list. You gotta remember, we were patrolled by Rampart, right? Yeah. You know, the infamous Rampart, right? So, they hated some of the homies, you know what I mean? So a couple of them, once they turned of age, where they could, you know, start going to, to you know, sending them to the county and stuff like that, they washed them up. A couple of them straight up didn't, didn't do what they were accused of. They might have done some other stuff, but like some of the crimes that they're busted for now, they didn't do, you know what I mean? So when I started seeing that happen and this dude's 17 years old and just got 30 with an 30 to life and shit like that, I was like, man, once the last one went away, bro, I was like, you know what, dog, I'm cool, man. I went and talked to who I had to talk to and was like, bro, you ain't gonna see me for a while. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm cool, man. I ain't gonna kick it. Like, I'm straight. You know what I mean? I'm gonna try to do this rap stuff and I'm gonna be rolling with these cats over here. You know what I mean? And not too long after that is when I kind of, you know, started rolling with Duke and stuff like that and he, and he took me under his wing and shit. 
How did how did you meet how did you meet Duke Duke and Jack? Who did you meet first? I met Jack first, and I've uh, you know for those who don't know, I've, I've, I've said this little story before a couple of times, but um, I, in the neighborhood um, we used to have a, a youth center. Well, it was really a youth center. It was like a fucking rec room, you know what I mean? But all the kids would come and, and hang out right there at, in Pico Union uh, via, uh, via, and um, it's one day the, uh, the the president of the district brings these two cats. And she was like, oh, you know, these, you know this is Jack and, 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 and Jonjo, and they're, you know, they, grow, they live right here at Tournament Park, and other well, guys knew them, you know what I mean? I didn't know them. And they're like, they rap. And we're like, oh, cool, so they bust a rap dog, and they were really, they were good, and so we had that in common. So, yeah, me, this little nine-year-old kid, asking him a million questions, like, oh, you heard of this rap group? Oh, you heard of this rap group? So they're bugging out, you know what I mean, that I knew that. So Jack was the first person I met, you know what I mean? And then I bump into him throughout, and then my brother was hanging out with Duke, you know what I mean, because of the low-riding stuff. You okay. know what I mean? So then I, I met Duke, and he really didn't even know if I was good at rapping or not. He just knew I liked to get faded, dog, and, and liked to mess around with bras, and that was enough for him. You know what I'm saying? He's like, come on, let's roll. You know what I mean? So I started rolling with Duke, you know what I mean? Like that. That's dope, dog. Yeah, yeah. Duke, Duke I mean, Duke back then, he was, he was a wild one, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, he was. He, you know what? He's like a, he, was a, he was like a man's man type of person, you know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of wanted to be around him. He was that dude, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. His energy was good, like you're a funny guy, you know what I'm saying, ball buster, you know what I mean? The girls fucking loved him, you know what I mean? So, you know, you wanted to be around somebody like that, you know what yeah. I mean? And like I said, you know, I like to, like, like to get faded, a little outgoing sometimes, and I had a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'd bring them around, so that's how we started kicking it, you know what I mean? Then, he, I mean, he knew I rap and made beats because my brother had told him, but I was like maybe too shy to really show him. So if I was like, yo, let me hear something, you know what I mean? I played him some beats and he was tripping out. He was like, damn, all right, you made that, that's dope. And then once we went to Jeremy rap, he was like, all right, cool. We probably thought there was some potential there. You know what I mean? And that's how, that's how that started with him. And so they, they uh, I mean, they kind of like take you, I mean, you were, you were part of the boys now, you part of the circle. You know what I mean? They put you underneath the armpit, so to speak, right? Yeah, yeah, he brought me around and, um, you know, I, 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 I seen Jack went with, I think it was Peppers or something like that. They were doing Peppers. a show. Yeah, they were doing a show. Like their album was about to come out. The first album was about to come out. So I pull up and I hadn't seen Jack in years. And uh, I was like, yo, I walk up to him. I'm like, yo, man, what's up, man? You remember me? Mind you, he hasn't seen me. He see me pre-puberty, right? So I yeah. had to stretch out, a little fat, short kid. He had to see me like growing up like that, right? So now walking like, yo, man, it's me, you know, it's me, Richie. And he was like, nah, you know what I mean? So he, you know, tripped out and, and you know, that was the first time I'd seen him in maybe like four years. But you know, a motherfucker changes from, from 13 to fucking 17, 18, right? So, yeah. so that's when I seen him and then I met, then I started being the rest of the crew, you know what I mean? The rest of the, you know, the whole Six Side family and, Every, you know, it's been much been history since, and that's how I met Crow, that was my partner in Street Platoon. I met him through Jack, you know what I mean? Okay, yeah, dope, dope. He, he was originally from uh, the San Fernando Valley, you know what I mean? And he, they used to, you know, Fuzo always, always used to get bust out to school, right? Fuzo from LA would get bust out to, <laughs> to the valley to go to school. Yeah. So that's what some of the homies would get bust out, you know, and um, he met, they met him out there, and he would come to the neighborhood, and and uh, he was really good at rapping, you know what I mean? So he, he developed a friendship with Jack and they kept in contact. So when it was, you know, when they had the opportunity to put people on, you know, they introduced us. And, you know, we started building, the chemistry was there and that became like my big brother. And then, you know, we just kept recording, you know what I mean? And that's how the Street Platoon was formed. That's dope, dog. Which was a, a name that was given to us by Duke. He blessed us with that name, you know? He blessed you with that name. Yeah. What, what, what name, did you guys have a name before that? Man, dude, yeah, yeah. The one we were gonna roll with was, uh, uh, it was called Phonetic Clips, right? I, was, I don't know what we were thinking. You on your East Coast and, shit, baby. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we, we tell Duke, like, yo, we got a name. And we're like, well, he's like, well, what's that? We were like, Phonetic Clips. And he looks at us, he's like, 
what are you gonna spell that with a Z at the end? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh shit, all right, cool. But you got something better? He's like, yeah. He pulls out his little notebook, you know, all these concepts and stuff like that. And he's like, what about sheep? I was like, you were like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like, cool. yeah, that's just hard. Yeah, yeah. Let's do and it. And it's stuck, you know? Yeah, that's that's dope, bro. So, so I mean, so I saw. I remember when uh, uh, Jack and uh, Duke came out with the first album. Uh, obviously, you know what I mean. We you know we all listen to Be Real, right? We listen to Cypress Hill, and um, I saw um, them perform at the House of Blues in '98 on Sunset. Yeah. So I was already hearing them before that. You know what I mean, they were blowing the fuck up in L.A., bro. You know what I mean, right? Cycle Realm, right? You know what I mean? And then I seen. I seen them perform, dog, and I remember I was right there in the front. It was like almost in the front row. I was with a bunch of my homeboys from my hood, dog. You know what I mean? And and I remember just watching Duke, dog. And Duke was just like, he was just doing this with mm-hmm. his shit and just like he was just fucking just killing. And then Jack, Jack came in with his fucking precision, his mm-hmm. fucking just like ka ka ka. You know what I mean? And I was just like, damn. These these are these are the these are the like the 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 homie rap gods right yeah. here. You know what I mean? I like, was probably in the background drunk. <laughs> yeah. Trying to sneak on stage. You yeah, know? you were probably there too, right? You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? I was there for sure. Yeah, and, and, but but I was just like, because I was always, I always gravitated to the dark shit, dog. Yeah. And I mean, I like the, you know what I mean? That DMX, that hell is, uh, it, it, hell is dark and hot, Ooh. whatever the, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And, and so we, we didn't really have nothing, bro. Yeah. We didn't have nothing as homies, bro. We, I mean, we had shit, dog, but. I, I I really believe, and I don't want to talk smack, but I really believe the homies were just trying to figure their shit out, dog. You yeah. know what I mean? Back then with music, you know what I mean? But Duke and Jack, bro, they're motherfucking aliens, bro. Yeah. They're from another planet, dog. They came with this stilo that, that nobody had, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, and then they were just gangstered up, dog. Right. Jack had the low sign always, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and anyways, bro, like, that's when I fell in love with underground hip-hop. That's when I fell in love with Psycho Realm. And then, then Street Platoon was introduced, dog, you know what I mean? And I said, oh shit, All right, okay, Cynic, this, this dude Crow right here, oh, these fools are hard, dog. I mean, you know, it was, it was back then, it was, it was really like small pickings, dog, you know what I mean? Uh, when it came to like, you know what I mean? Really fucking with the, supporting the homies and the mm-hmm. music. To me, that's just my opinion, bro, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, but the, 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 the caliber where the homies are at now, bro, is they killing it, bro. Yeah. They're killing it. At the time, they were, like I said, man, there wasn't too many. Like, as far as, like, um, like Latinos that were trying to just do rap, you know what I mean? We weren't trying to get boxed in or, you know, just or, or trying to spit, like, Spanish words or rap to fucking oldie sample, you know what I mean? I mean, nothing wrong with oldie samples, but they got to be hard and dark, you know what I mean? Uh, but, so, yeah. it was very, there was very few of us, like I said earlier, you know what I mean? Like, there was, like, two or three cats in the neighborhood, and that's not including Jack and Duke, you know what I mean? These are just other cats from the neighborhood that rap that were on some just hip-hop stuff. And we would have to, like I said, go to South Central to meet up with these other cats that were also just doing hip-hop things, you know what I mean? So it was very few of us at that time, you know what I mean? Not only were there not too many Latinos rapping, especially not doing it the way we wanted to do it, you know what I mean? Because we were just influenced, because yeah, going back to what we grew up, like grew up listening to, it was either, A, like in the POUs, either classic rock, like corridos, or like cumbias and shit, you know what I'm saying? And then hip hop, you know what I mean? And there wasn't much Chicano rap in the neighborhood, surprisingly, not in our side of the block, you know what I mean? All the homies for, for, for all the Killer Bees, there's a reason why they adopted the name Killer Bees because they were all like Wu-Tang fans. These fools were gangbanging to the jizz of the liquid swords, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's what they were going on missions to, bumping Mob Deep. Yeah. When you were listening like, to Mob Deep, they were talking about 12th Street and, 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 and 14th Street. These are all streets in, in our neighborhood, right? So it was like, oh, we can relate to that. And it was just dark 
murderous stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just d- different, you know what I mean? So our side of the block was really like, you know, hip hop orientated, you know what I mean? And so what was what was the transition, bro, from okay, so you 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 meet uh you meet uh Duke and you meet Jack and and so you know, they're like, hey, you know what I mean? Uh, they fucking with you. You part of the circle, dog. Um, I mean, when the street platoons, they're like, you know what? All right, cool. Let's get your shit cracking. I mean, so let me let me just ex- tell this real quick. During this time, bro, this era, bro, I'm in and out of prison, dog. I'm in and out of prison. So back then, it, it was cassette tapes and, you know what I mean? And then we went to CDs, dog. But, you know, there was no internet, dog. There was none of that shit. So, I mean, when you hit, when you get out of the, the penitentiary, you know, I mean, you hit the you hit the feet, hit, hit the streets, dog. I mean, you see what's what's out there, dog. And I always went looking for, you know, any psycho realm, any street platoon, any six symphony. You know what I mean? The terror tapes on me, yeah. so and so. But anyways, when when did that the transition happen with with street platoons with the first album? Was it was it after Duke got shot or was it before the album? Yeah, well, it was before Duke got shot. It was like right when their first. When the first album dropped, like I said, that's when they introduced Crow and myself to each other, and uh, we started recording demos. Right, we were recording stuff, and um, you know they were it was okay, and we just kept recording things. And in the in the middle of that is when the homie got shot. Right. Okay. And um, you know things just you know obviously took a pause, and it was kind of like you know just they, the shit got thrown in, like it was mayhem, or you know just a whirlwind of fucking who knows of uncertainty. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So. We didn't know what to do, you know what I mean? We were like, damn, okay, well, what's, what's next? You know, this is, a, you know, it's pretty tragic, right? So me and Crow kept recording, and uh, we had uh, the homie, TRT, rest in peace. Um, fortunately, was enough, and he kind of started working with us as far as, like, recording us, um, like, kind of, like, producing us, like, oh, you know, just, you know, do that again, do that again, you know what I mean? Because obviously the brother Jack was, you know, taking his time, right? Yeah. So we kept recording, you know what I mean? At the time, we were recording on a four-track. Right, we went from a four track to an eight at, you know what I mean, and then to Pro Tools. That's when Pro Tools four had, came, you know, we we got our hands on the Pro Tools system. This is like 2000, 2001, and um, we were recording, and then um, we started doing a bunch of shows throughout the city because that's one thing, you know, Jack and both Duke, mostly Duke was always like, man, you guys need to do shows, right, to develop that stage presence. Cause they had let me on stage with them once or twice, bro, but I'm in the back like, yeah, I don't know what to do, right, just you know fucking shy and you know what I mean just stuck so we started doing a bunch of shows you know local stuff you know coconut the coconut teaser it used to be called coconut teaser in Hollywood and um, like the key club and a bunch of other little hole in the walls you know what I'm saying and that's yeah. how you know we just repetition right just practicing getting better but so as we're doing shows people are asking us for music they're like yo it's pretty dope man you guys got an album or anything we're like no nah, we don't so what we so we just had a bunch of demos you know what I mean we would be considered demos so we were like you know what we should put something together, you know, and um, start selling at the shows. And uh, so we did that. We picked some of the best songs we had. It was all mostly produced by by uh, by Crow and TRT. We had like one beat on there from Jack and uh, got some artwork, pressed it up. And we every time we hit the show, boom, we started getting it out. And that was pretty much the transition. And that's how we did our thing. You know what I mean? We went from performing in front of 25 people to 500 people. But it took years. Don't get me wrong. We started doing shows like in... 2000, you know what I mean? About it took like to like 2004 for it to really like okay, you know what I mean? And it's funny because those things happen like that. It goes from nobody to people there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's kind of <laughs> like you show up one day thinking ah it's gonna be the same 50 people, and now you're like there's like 400 people, and you're like whoa, 
all right, this is dope. You know what I mean? And that's that's and then we continued on with our six symphonies journey from there. Okay, okay. So, uh, so that 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 demo that you're passing around. The, so, the, what Street Platoon album do I have, bro? That's the Steel Storm. That's the yeah, only the Steel one. Storm. That's the only one, yeah. right? Yeah. Those all demos, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's that where that it's so was wrong. so that was the actual demo then. Yeah, it was. I mean, we mi- like we mixed it on our own. Like we didn't have a budget or nothing like that. Like I said, TRT mixed it with whatever little plugins that came with with, with you know with, with the Pro Tools at the time, and uh, we just we just put it out, man. You know, like I said, it was that's why it's very raw. It's not polished. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why you could hear us like progressing with every like record we put out. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it was just it was just so raw. You know what I mean? And so so you you had this demo. You, I mean, you went from fifty to five hundred people at the shows and shit, which is a beautiful thing, dog. Because nothing's worse than doing an underground hip hop show and there's nothing but fucking performers in the audience, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I have experienced that shit before. But um, so Jackson, you doing your thing, Jack? Yeah, man. Jack, like I said, he was kind of just. Playing the sidelines, you know what I mean? Going through the motions, you know what I mean? And um, once he's seen that, he started to get inspired. You know what I mean? Like I said, you know, he's coming to support the shows, but there's not too, like I said, not too many people. So there's nothing really making him want to jump on stage besides the passion, you know what I'm saying? And um, once the numbers started getting bigger and, you know, we were like, yo, man, maybe you should jump on stage with us. Maybe we could back you up. You know, we'll do Cycle City Blocks with you or something. You know what I mean? I think they would really enjoy it. And um, he was like, yeah, I'm down. And, you know, like I said, there was people there, so that pumped him up, and then he started jumping on, on stage with us, you know what I mean? And that was his way back, you know what I mean? And that inspired him to finish the Psycho Real music they had laying around still, which was... Uh, Volume book, one? Yeah, the book one book and the one, book yeah. two. Yeah. You know, that inspired him. He finished mixing it, we put it out, you know what I mean? We helped him, uh, we just, we didn't help him, we just f- featured on book two, like me and Crow were on there. I think Crow might have had a beat, I think, maybe one or two. And um, yeah, so he put them out, and that's you know, and that's how we created the whole. Actually, the name Six Symphonies and Drug Lab—that's something we created with Duke. You know, I mean, one day we were sitting around, we we're like, man, what, what what name are we gonna come up with, like for us? You know, and Crow was another one that was very similar to Duke as far as like having just a shitload of concepts, dog. These dudes had notebooks, bro, of just ideas, dope ideas. You know what I'm saying? And so he was like, you know, I got this name as far as for the production team, the Drug Lab, you know what I mean? Cause we all made beats, I made beats, Crow made beats, Jack made beats, Duke made beats, TRT made beats. So we were like, yo, let's be the Drug Lab and the cool that stuck. And they were like, all right, what about for like a crew of rappers or whatever? And it was like, you know, Crow also came up with the name Six Symphonies. And we're like, dope, you know what I mean? Cause we're already using the initials for the Six Side. That's something, you know what I mean? They co- well, they didn't coin that, you know what I mean? That comes from the streets obviously, but yeah. we just took the initials and you know, Six Symphonies, you know what I mean? So, so that's something we created together. We were actually sitting in a room like this and came up with it, you know what I mean? And so so there was a point in time where Jack was like, hey, bro, you know what I mean? What's cracking, dog? Let's get this Six Symphonies. Let's do this fucking project right here. Yeah, well, what, 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 um, so we put out we put out the, the, the Still Storm, right? And me and Crow were working on the next album, right? And we started recording songs, getting it together. And then, you know, Jack started jumping on stuff. And we started, you know, he's recording with us, too. So instead of having him just join us and be like Street Platoon together, we did the Six Symphonies album, which was the uh, Six Side Volume One, I believe, Six Side Stories Volume One or something like that. I forget the titles of my, my old albums, right? And uh, so we were like, cool. So we're recording, and you know, we put that out, and uh, we you know we got a little distribution deal. We're doing more shows now. We're getting offers. You know what I'm saying? To go to Europe. You know what I'm saying? To go to Japan. That's where the money's at, huh? You know, that's when you know. Yeah, we start getting, we start, we, we start getting, we start getting paid. I think the first place we went together was was Japan. You know, we went to Japan and uh, he's jumping on stage with us, and we had to develop a whole set, right? Because obviously, you know, Duke's missing, B-Real's missing, so 
we had to figure it out, like edit songs. Okay, we'll help, like Crow, you'll do Duke's verse on this part, I'll do it on this song. We'll do it together on this song, you know what I'm saying? And so that's how that formed. You know, we put out the record, the, the Six Eye Stories, which was different, you know what I mean? Obviously from the Psycho Realm stuff as far as like the sound. And that's because it was produced by all of us. Like I had a couple of beats on there. Uh, Crow had some beats, TRT. I think Jack had like a couple beats on there too. So it was a, you know, like a, not a, co a compilation within the crew, you know what I mean? But it was definitely just, you know, uh, we all of us put in on that project, you know what I mean? And um, it did cool, it did good, you know what I mean? It did good, it put us on the road. And um, right when we dropped that record, my partner Crow decides to take another route in life. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, you know, we had just signed a deal. I still remember it too, I would put him on blast, but we, we, just, we were out at dinner, dog. We, had, we just signed it, we were like, oh, happy, like, yeah, dog, you know, we got distribution, dude, cool, it's gonna come out. And about an hour later, he was like, hey man, I wanna tell you guys something, man, I think I'm cool, you know? What? I wanna try something else in life. Cause he's like that, you know what I mean? This dude's just a smart guy, you know what I mean? And you just can't box a mind like that in, you know what I'm saying? Can't box a monster in. Nah, man, a, comple a complex mind like that, just a complex, a complex thinker like him, you can't just keep him. You can't pigeonhole him into one thing, you know what I mean? And he wanted to explore something else, so we, we're not haters. We're not gonna be like, no, dude, like, how could you? You know what I'm saying? I mean, real shit, though, dog. Like, what, after, after getting distribution, after getting basically a record deal, bro, what, what more can come into your life to make you feel like, you know what? Nah, I'm good with this shit, yeah. dog. I'm gonna go work at motherfucking Little Caesars. I mean, what, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck was it? Can you put, put it out there? What, what did he wanna go do, he, bro? He was, he was fucking editing porn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sex. Nah, nah, but he but was I mean, doing that too. He was doing that too. Nah, he just wanted to try something else in life, pussy. you know what I mean? Ooh, he was shout out to Fuck everything up. Um, Man, he got me a job. I was I was doing a quality control for this one porn company for a long time too before things started jumping off. Man, that what was is, interesting. Is, yeah, what is quality control, bro? All I did had to do was make sure all the because they were still doing VHS, bro. And I'm talking about you know this was hundreds and thousands of copies who go out and you're thinking like, bro, who watches this, dog? Like who <laughs> buys this shit, right? So it was just making sure everything was recording. You know what I mean? And that's it. You know what oh, what I, mean? I, record, I mean, oh cool, I was recording. I mean, you when I mean? think of quality control in, in 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 the adult industry, I'm thinking making sure you yeah. that you're going around making sure the pussy smell yeah, right. Yeah, I, mean, nah, like, I wasn't fluffy. Like, like, nobody oh, better. no, <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna hit you with a fluffer. Nah. I ain't gonna hit you. With, we got Casey right there for that, dog. Now, I mean, Casey just walked into the building. Yeah. He's he's the he's the master fluffer. But uh, <laughs> uh, he, I mean, I'm poly, uh, you know, I'm quality control. You know what I mean? Like, hold yeah. on, girl, you gotta yeah, that you was gotta, you gotta. You gotta shave that shit. Bro, it was just fucking push a button, make sure it's recording, bro, and that's it. Eject all the fucking tapes, you know what I mean? To label them, you know what I mean? I mean, what kind of, I mean. Probably bro, the only could, job I've ever had in my life. I could never work in an environment like that because I'd be a jack-off machine, dog. I'd be like, yeah. I'm all yeah, getting on yeah. it right now, hold on. Oh, yeah. you, you would leave, I would leave work, dog, like shit. Looking for her. No. <laughs> Looking Where's for a dark alley yeah. jacket. Where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Nah, that's nah. So, you know, so he just, he wanted to try something else, man. You know, and uh, <laughs> like we said, we were like, cool, man. You know, however we felt, you know what I mean? Obviously, he wanted to be like, no, dude, like, like stay. You know what I mean? You're, you're too good. You're, you're really yeah. dope, dog. What are you doing? But it was like, all right, man, we respect that. We respect that. You know what I mean? And then he went about it, man. The brother's a, he's a, he's a fireman now, a fire chief or something. You know what I mean? Captain. So he's doing good. He's all right. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Shout, shout out. out to my brother Crow, man. Yeah, shout Love out that. to Crow, Love dog. I mean, you know, bro, I fought, I fought fires in a, uh, in a, in a prison fire camp, bro. And 
after that, bro, I had a whole newfound respect for firefighters. Bro. Oh, you were slave labor, huh? Yeah, I was, cheap labor. I was on that motherfucking CDC crew, baby, cutting the line with yeah. the motherfucking Mac, uh, McLeod and the Pulaski and all that <laughs> shit. I mean, trees were falling all over the goddamn place, dog. I was just like, whoa, this is some real dangerous shit. This is yeah. almost worse than the streets, dog. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you always had to look. I always you had to watch out because cats on the fire crews were getting hit by trees, homie. Yeah. Because you look at a tree and you'd be like, damn, that shit is burning right in the middle and shit. Like, how is that? still standing up you know what i mean mm -hmm. and eventually they they would fall down i've been on some serious uh, yeah. forest fighters but that's good at uh, least you were you know you were in a fire camp that's good yeah yeah i did it that means your points were low huh yeah my points were low at the time yeah. that was 18 going to the penitentiary susanville state prison at yeah, the time dog you know what i mean but um <laughs> that's gotta be a kick in the nuts though dog crow you you yeah. celebrating and then one of the motherfucking you know the, the one of the main gears to this mechanism right here yeah. is, the, is talking about he gonna go on vacation you know what i mean oh, yeah man you so, know so yeah, so you know, he was like, all right, cool, you're gone. All right, no problem. I guess we gotta figure this as soon, out again. As soon as he leaves, it's like, man, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we were like, all right, we gotta figure this out again, right? So I was like, man, what are we gonna do? So at the time, uh mixtapes were hot, right? Mixtapes were the big thing. You know, everybody was putting out a mixtape, you know, G Unit and them dudes were killing it with that, so everybody's following suit. So I'm like, all right, what am I gonna do? At the time I was fully into rapping. I love rapping, you know what I mean? So, um, I was at the studio all the time, either making beats and or writing verses, writing hooks, whatever it was. So I, I also figured, you know what, well, I'll do a mixtape, you know? So I started recording, recording, you know, songs to other people's beats, you know what I mean? Just doing that whole thing, thinking, all right, I might as well put this out, you know, I'll put some solo stuff out. One day I'm on the phone with Jack, I still kind of remember the conversation, and we were just shooting the breeze, we are like, yo, fuck, what are we gonna do now? Um, I was like, man, well, I'm recording this mixtape, you know? And I was like, you wanna, you wanna jump on it? He was like, yeah, I'll jump on it. I was like, you know what, why don't we just do it together? You know, because he was thinking, oh, I'm going to do this, I'll do the same thing. I'll make do one too. We're like, well, let's do it together. Yeah. Cool. And at the time, where I, get the, where I got the title, where I got the name from, right, mind you, this is like 2005, 2006, right? We're in the middle of this war in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. And those terror tapes are being released like crazy, where they're decapitating people's heads, right? And everything in the media is like the terror tapes, terror tapes, you know? So I was like, you know what would be a good concept? I'm going to take that name. And just flip it on some hip hop stuff, like terrorizing other, other people's beats. You know what I mean? That was my idea to it. And we'll call it terror tapes. You know what I mean? Just rapping over other people's stuff. And Jack was like, cool, let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's roll with it. So that's the project me and him got into. It was uh, about 70% other people's beats. And like, you know, the, the remainder, 30% was probably like original production for myself in St. Louis. Um, so from, we, from Concrete Saints. Yeah, from the Concrete Saints. He's also yeah. part of the drug lab. Yeah. Um, dope keyboard player, really good musician. So we recorded that and we put it out. You know what I mean? That was the following project. You know what I mean? That was us just trying to figure out what was next. And um, so we put it out and, you know, we had a lot. Of, that's the thing. We don't, we don't do too many features with other rappers. That gave us an opportunity to rock with other dudes. You know what I'm saying? And that terror taste we had. Chase Infinite from Self Scientific, uh, Self -Scientific um, Planet Asia, The Far Rye, uh, who else is on there? Your Boy. Um, and Bacardi Ryan from the Saints, you know what I mean? And uh, so that gave us a chance to, you know, rap with these gentlemen, you know what I mean? I think, this is just my opinion, bro, but I think that Terror Tates Volume 1 is is uh, one of the best uh, bodies of work that you have. That's just my opinion, yeah. though, because I just, I fucking love I that shit. You. I got I, that shit I on agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I got that shit on sick-ass yeah. rotation. There was a homie that was telling me, he's like, no, Volume 2 is better. I'm like, nah, my boy, yeah. Volume 1 is a motherfucking classic from yeah. beginning to end dog i think we were on a good one at that time well, at least i know i was i was just really into rapping man i just was writing verses like crazy 
and I was experimenting with uh, not writing verses, not not writing the words on paper, right? Because um, you know I knew Biggie did that. Like Jay, I heard Jay Z wouldn't write his raps. As far as like not freestyling, because people get that confused. It's not like they were going in the booth and fucking like, oh, well, turn on the mic, let me see, whatever, you know, mumble rap until something comes out. Like these dudes were composing in their mind. You know what I'm saying? They were really writing in their brain. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? And I finally seen one person do it in front of me, which was like, and it blew me away, right? I seen Everlast do it. You know what I mean? I would happen to tag along to a studio session and uh, they were doing a record. It was Be Real, you know, Everlast. It was like a, like a crew cut, right? And Jack jumped on it, so I went with him. And, um, you know, Everlast was just sitting around and, you know, mumbling, you know, mumbling, you know what I mean? And it was like, oh, and I heard he didn't rap, write his raps, but I had never seen it done in front of me. You wasn't sure if it was real or not. So I mean, I knew people did, but yeah, so when he, so he, you know, he's composed, smoking, composing in his mind, and, you know, he goes in the booth and he drops this dope 16, you know what I'm saying? It was mind-blowing to me. It's like, yo, this dude didn't write a fucking word. And it's not... And it makes perfect sense, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's hitting pockets, not everything's clear, you know what I'm saying? If he had to redo it again, every time he dropped it, it was the same way. So it was just inspiring, you know what I mean? I was like, you know what? I go, I, I have very limit, limited vocabulary, right? That's why I curse a lot, you know what I mean? I, I lack I lack, I lack the, the vocal, right? So um, I was like, I think I could probably do it. It's not like I have complex words and stuff like that that I'm not going to remember. So... I was practicing that a lot during terror tapes. A lot of those verses I didn't write, no, none of them I wrote, you know what I'm saying? I, I was just sitting there doing the same thing, smoking. You come up with two bars and you repeat them over and over. Then you start doing the next two and you repeat them over and over. You keep repeating them, repeating them, repeating them, and then you just, you know, next thing you got a verse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's actually a technique behind it. Yeah. There's actually like a formula of how to do it. Like, yeah, bro, that's fucking amazing, dog. That terror tapes. What was yeah. the project that Everlast did with it? He had Sick Jack and he had that one uh, dude, uh, fuck, uh, what's the project that he war, did? War porn? War porn, there yeah. you go. Was, was that the war porn you're talking about? No, no, this was way before that. Way before that. Yeah, way you before know what that. I'm saying? Yeah. This that was, was way before that. Like yeah. I said, we put out that terror tapes one, I think like in 2006 or something. Yeah. So it was like 2005 or something, you know what I mean? So. Shout out to Everlast, man. He inspired a brother not to write raps. You know what I mean? That fool's a G, huh? Yeah, that yeah. fool's an OG, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Everlast, dog. And you come up, you know what's the trip about not writing raps, not to cut you off, brother? No. Um, you come up with different, like, uh, different flows, different pocket, right? Because sometimes when you're writing, you, you might tend to throw in too many words and you don't realize it until you're probably recording it or something. You'd be like, ah, well, that didn't fit. You know what I mean? I got to take that word out or, you know, I got to stretch this word. However that is, right? Since the rhythm is different. When you're composing like that in your mind, it has to be more flowish, more melodic, right? Because you want to remember. You don't want to be too complex. Even though, you know, it, it happens sometimes and you pull it off, you're like, damn, that was pretty complicated for not writing a word. You know, so the flow is different from when you don't write it to when you write it. You know what I mean? Because after, like when, like by Terror Tapes 2 and um, a lot of the, the, the project we did with DJ Muggs, I, was, I, I went back to writing. You know what I'm saying? But most, all Terror Tapes 1, there was just, it was like that. It was like that. You know what I mean? You know Frankie Knuckles, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my boy right there. I was in the studio with him one time. Some time ago, I was trying to be a rapper, dog. They on the roast. You heard you heard the jokes, dog. <laughs> that uh, you know what I mean. My rap career lasted as long as I do in bed. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all them motherfuckers. Oh, that, was, line, man, that, was a, that was a cold roast session right there. Nah, it was boy. good, baby. They, I love. They cut you off on YouTube or what? <laughs> yeah, they did. They kicked me out, dog. But they kicked us out, dog. But but I was I was with Frankie. Uh, you know what I mean? Frankie's a, a good friend of mine and shit, dog. And uh. Frank, uh, Frankie, you know what I mean, took me to Duke's house mm. and he kind of introduced me to like, you know what I mean? You know, just different people and whatnot, dog. But I, it, Frankie would always be like, you got too many words, you got too many words, dog. But anyways, I want to ask you this, bro. Um, 
Jack is a machine, bro. Absolutely. That dude is a motherfucking machine. I mean, uh-huh. when you're in the studio with a machine like Jack, dog, like, like how, how is it? What is the vibe, bro, when you and Jack are in the studio? When you guys start getting in that studio uh-huh. and pumping out this fucking, these terror tapes, you know what I mean? And everything else you guys done yeah. together. Like, what, what, what is the vibe working with Jack? Bro? Um, I was dope. I always try to finish before him. You know what I mean? Because I want to rap. I want to okay, right? rap before him too. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know he's gonna kill it, and I don't want to follow him up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but it's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because you already know he's gonna come with it. You know what I mean? Personally, I try not to think about it too much. Because if I get, if I start thinking like, damn, I, I gotta make sure my verse is like super on point. Because I know his is gonna be. Um, it might make me stumble. You know what I mean? And I might get stuck. I might the words might yeah, not don't put come. The, don't put the pressure on yourself. No. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. Obviously, in my subconscious, I know I better come with it. You know what I'm saying? And um, the downside to maybe finishing a verse first or having a verse already recorded, like when he walks into the lab, is that he gets to hear my shit. You know what I mean? And he's like, and he might be like, okay, if he thinks that I killed it, now he's thinking like, damn, I got, I got to murder this fool. You know what I mean? And then yeah. he comes with it and it's like, oh, great. You know what I'm saying? This fool just murdered it. You I know mean, it's I mean? a friendly competition. And I've heard cats before said, oh, no, I don't compete. I don't compete with my boys in school. Oh, like, man, nah, my to. boy, you fucking up, dog. Yeah, you you go to. in the studio, dog, and you trying to outdo each yeah, other, yeah. dog, every time. It's, dog. An, it's an unset thing. Absolutely. I think we, we, I think we know that. Yeah, you know I mean, after, how, how do you feel when you walk out, when you, you, you walk in out the booth, dog, you just put a fire ass verse bro and you know that shit is fire as fuck bro and you walk out and how you looking at jack you looking at him a little different way hey, like just a little smile yeah, yeah, like, like, he smiles back and be like okay all right, yeah, right. All right. That's, what, that's what we have yeah. you know, and they go in shit i mean that was, that's probably the same thing between him and duke they would have that and they're brothers but you know now they're that sibling competition but also a rapper thing you know what i mean because you always want to outdo the next man, you know what I'm saying, in the most respectful way, you know what I mean? But yeah. you, that, that, that's your job, right? Your job is to sound good. And if you sound good, you're going to make, make the other homie sound, sound better. You know what I mean? In case if he's slacking a little bit, you pick it up. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, bro, I want to take a quick break, dog. Yeah. And after the break, I want to ask you about that song, uh, Los Angeles with Flycat. All right. Because I, I feel like that song right there, bro, with the way you guys collaborate on that song, that should be like a fucking double platinum single, yeah. dog. You know what I mean? In my uh-huh. books, that's like one of the greatest. Fuck. I mean, you guys have plenty of great songs, dog, but just that one right there, that, that energy. One, that one touches. Oh, my God, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? But let's take a quick break, everybody, and we're going to be back with Cynic. You know right. I mean, I got to take a leak, dog. And then yes, we're gonna, we, you brought some uh, You brought some blunts right here, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're going to smoke right now. I didn't want to start smoking too early because then this conversation would have been over in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a quick break, everybody. All right. Let's see, bam. Uh, shit, hopefully people ain't. Faces blowing clouds of the booth. Woof, woof, who 
Shooters at the door, now they tryna run up in I am not a guppy, shark stash everything Dope in the pussy like a B of A deposit Baby girl robotic, she gang bang about it Hang with the wolves or you gotta pull your weight Told the biggest tool, keep one in the chain This is not a date, dance with the mechs Get your face in the cake Sir, yes, sir. All right, all right, all right. Bob up. Here we go, baby. Hey, you we know what? We are back. We are back. We are back. We are, back. Right. We are relieved. Oh, we, yeah. are, we are ready to go. You know what, dog? Um, so, you know what I mean? I'm an underground hip hop head, right? Everybody knows that about me. You know what I mean? Um, so the Los Angeles album you recorded with an Italian dude named Flycat. He's Italian dude, right? Yes, yeah, Gato. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You seem like a real fucking trippy dude, yeah, dog. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, bro, what was the process? I mean, who's on that? Bacardi, uh, 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 a DJ FM on yeah. that? Uh, you, mm -hmm. Jack, Fly. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. 
I believe so. I don't even know if Bacardi's on that no, record. No, no. What's that other dude's name? The, the dude that's got the... Uh, uh, no, it's not Bacardi. Bacardi's not in that one, dog. Um, who's that dude in the... It's got the last verse before uh, DJ FM. DJ... Ah, oh, man. I thought... I, 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 I'm pretty sure that song is just myself, Jack, FM, and Fly. I, be, I think so, right? I thought, fuck, I don't, I don't even know. But I believe so. I'm pretty sure it was only us four. You know what I mean? I think we have another song with Fly Cat... That might have somebody else on there, dog. But I, you know, what was the process of making that song, dog? Um, uh, Flycat actually, his his partner, uh, they they took us out to Italy, man, for the first time. Was right? that filmed in Italy? No, we we filmed that here in L.A. But this is the this is how we uh, we 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 built. This is how we got to doing this record with Fly. Um, you know, however, he got in contact with us. I forgot the who who linked who who made that happen. Who connected that dot through Jack. And um, they were like, yo, man, these people want to fly us out to, to Milan. They want to take us to Italy, go rock a show. It's a paid show. This is, my, this is I think, well, my, mine and Crow's first time to Europe. You know what I'm saying? And um, at the time, we didn't have a DJ. So it was like, man, like, who's going to DJ for us? You know what I'm saying? TRT, I just stopped DJing. Um, and we were in limbo as far as that went. So we, we grabbed this one cat. We go out to Italy. You know, they pick us up. I thought we meet Flycat, well, I meet him, and you know, he raps and all this stuff. So they were they treated us great. You know what I mean? It was one of the best times, you know what I'm saying? Like we just partied, you know, it was it was dope, dope as hell. So he started coming out to LA, you know what I'm saying? And you know, they would come visit because they were real good friends uh, with uh with Chaz, right? And um so he would uh you know, he raps. So one day, you know, I I think myself or how we were having the conversation, we're like, yo, man, you, you should uh let us produce an album for you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do a record. And it was like, cool, dope. So we recorded, this. before that Los Angeles track, we recorded an, a, different, a, a different song that I produced. And that was the first track we did. We put that out. You know what I mean? They did their thing with it and it went well. That's where we came up with the idea of like, let's just do a whole record for you, right? Let's do a whole record. And I, I think I ended up producing like two tracks. Uh, Jack did two, Crow did two, and I believe FM did like two. Like we kind of split it up like that. And um, so that Los Angeles track was probably like, you know, one of the, one of the better ones. At least that's the one we chose to do a video to. You know what I'm saying? And um, That's just hard, bro. Hard. So, you know, he flew out. We, we recorded that whole album and shot the video here in L.A. Like, he came and spent some time out here with his partner. We had the studio in Van Nuys. And we just, we just stayed there and, and, you know, did it. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I kind of understand what he's saying, right? Because it's, it's, it's Latin-based, you know, with Spanish yeah, yeah, and Italian, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um we kind of pick up the words, but the flow sounded right. You know what I mean? And he just looked like a crazy ass little yeah, fool with right. long hair. And, and you know, like, <laughs> and Fly, Fly's like he was—he's an original graffiti artist from out there, so he's known. You know what I mean? Because he's—he's really an artist, like as far as like you know, painting and drawing. That's—that's that's his M. You know, that's his, his shit. His M.O. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What does M.O. stand for? That's fucking A. <laughs> M.O. Anybody Google? Where's our producer? Damn. Where's our producer? Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That was the process, man. He came, we just recorded the album, and we, and we put it out. We shot that video. We got a bunch of cats to come out, a lot of homies, bring homies. Yeah. We shot it throughout downtown. It came out really dark. I mean, it matched the song. You know what I'm saying? I forgot who the director, the director, he, I think it was somebody Fly knew. And, you know, he wrote out the treatment and everything, and it, came, and it, and it translated well, man. So you, you, recorded, you recorded with Vinny Paz. Is it Vinny Paz or Vinny Paz? Paziana. Yeah, Pazi Vinny Pazienza. I mean, I don't, it just depends. I mean, you have Paz, you, pa say. Paz, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it depends on where you're from. I guess if you're from New York, you probably be, that's Vinny Paz, yo. I don't, I don't and you recorded with Immortal Technique as well. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. And, and I'm, I, I am an absolute fan of both of them dudes, dog. 
how was it recording with, uh, you, you choose whichever one. You okay, know I mean? v Vinny, I was in the studio with him. I just sent him the track, you know, because he's out in Philly. Yeah. So, you know, that's the homie too. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen the brother in a long time, but shout out to Vinny, man. That's, 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 that's a cool brother. So um, I'm recording on my, I'm working on my first solo project and I'm thinking, like, who else can I get? You know what I mean? I got Jack on there, but I don't really want to go too far. You know what I'm saying? Like reaching out to people I really don't know or don't like. And um, as far as like as an artist. So, you know, I'm a fan of Vinny too. Jedi Mind Trick was amazing. You know, the way I got put onto Jedi was through these cats that I would go work with in TJ. You know what I mean? They were real like straight hip hop heads, right? But they were based in TJ. So I would go down there a lot and produce a lot of their artists. And um, they're like, yo, you ever heard of these cats? At, uh, Outer Space and Vinny Paz? I was like, nah, uh-uh. And then I remember getting a copy. I forgot what album it was. And on that long drive home from TJ, like at two, three in the morning after eating Chinese food, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, I, you know, I'm on the road back, you know yeah. what I mean? And I throw it in to spark a, spark a blunt, dog. And I was blown away. I was like, damn, you know what? And I had never seen him. So I'm picturing, like, he sound like some long hair, you know, maniacal looking fool, you know what I mean? I see like him, a he's a little, animal. yeah, he's a little short, little short pasta eating little Italian, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I was like, damn, all right, all right. And then, you know, they had the, you know, the group, you know, Outer Space was, was, was dope. Really, they're dope as hell too, right? So when I'm work, working on my album, fast forward, you know, I reach out to Vinny, like, yo, can I get a verse from you? I still owe him beats from that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you traded him beats. Yeah, so, you know, I, so he, he blessed me, gave me that verse, you know what I mean, send it back, and that's how that went. With Tech, the, the only song I've recorded with Tech, we did that together. We, we happened to be going to New York, myself and Jack, for, uh, I don't know if we did a show, whatever we were going to New York for, and, um, you know, he wanted to do this song with us that was called, uh, it's called Hollywood, uh, Hollywood Drive-By. And uh, so we were like, cool, we went to the studio. I remember I was writing the verse on, my fl on the flight there because we already had the beat, you know what I mean? So I'm writing my verse, we get there, and um, I think Tech already had dropped his verse, so I don't know his process. He, you know, he snuck that one in. Yeah. So me and Jack get there. We, you we, snuck that we, one yeah, in. Huh? Yeah, we were like, all right. He's like, it's already done. Yeah, I'm waiting done. on you. And it's like, damn, you yeah. put a pressure on us. I mean, you should have wrote worth right, this right, right here. You know, so Jack <laughs> writes his verse. I finished writing mine. And we, we, we drop it. And the energy was dope. You know what I'm saying? Because Tech's very, even though he didn't have to record in front of us, just hearing his voice is very powerful. You know what I mean? And Tech's a good friend of ours. You know what I'm saying? He comes to LA. We, 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 we touch base. He'll come. We'll kick it. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's for the day. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, talk about a knowledgeable dude. Talk oh, yeah. That's wow. one of the smartest brothers I've met. You know what I'm saying so there's a lot of them there's a lot of immortal techniques in prison bro that yeah. won't ever see the the the, the freedom again bro there's yeah a lot of, there's a lot of immortal techniques in prison bro yeah you know and he I mean? and you know and he, and he did this his time too you know what i'm saying he, he had to go to he had to go to the joint you know what i'm saying and uh so he's been through he's been through his own his own his own struggle you know what i'm saying that's made him who he is you know and his upbringing too you know what I mean? But so, yeah, so working with him was also, you know, obviously you're you're competing with a real dope and lyricist and rap, not he's not just a common rapper. This dude could it's a fucking history. Bro. What? Yeah, he's fucking <laughs> that's Malcolm X right there. You know what yeah, mean? Like, you know, Peruvian Malcolm X. You yeah, know? that motherfucker's amazing. Yeah, dog. man. So working with him was, was really dope, too, man. But, you know, all most of the dudes that we've worked with, we've worked besides Vinny. Um, like, you know, we've been in the studio recorded with, with like Chase Infinite when he was still rapping. And you know Chase is a monster. I'm sure to this day he still gets on there. He um, he'll, he'll he'll kill it. You know what I mean? So recording with him, like you got to be on your A game. You know what I mean? Um, when Defari came through, it was the same. Fortunately, on that song with Defari, all I had to do was a hook because I had produced the beat. So I was able to opt out. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, you know what? I produced that. And I got the hook. So you fools go ahead and rap. You know go what I'm saying? You guys it, go and duel it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And which was a dope song, man. I really liked that hook. As a matter of fact, I can't even take credit for writing that hook. 
Um, Chase wrote that, but I, but I, but I dropped it. And I'm surprised I'm alive and didn't die by 21. You know what I mean? That's, that's just hard, whoo, bro. That's dope, just dope hard, bro. Shit, I'm, that's facts right there. You know what I mean? When I was reciting it, I was like, damn, that's some real shit. I'm surprised I'm alive, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, th this was not uh, supposed to be. You know what I mean? At least that's what you think, right? Growing up when you're like 16, like, I ain't gonna see 19, dog. You know what I mean? Next thing you know, you're 35 and you're like, fuck, I'm broke, dog. I was supposed <laughs> to die when I was 19, homie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. supposed to make it this far. You yeah, know what absolutely, mean? dog. I feel you on that shit. I mean, I'm gonna say two words, dog, and you tell me the first thought that comes to your mind. Pastrami strips. Ooh. Ooh, man, that was pretty, uh, pretty vulgar, right? Um, just young, immature, too much porn. <laughs> too much porn, bro, I swear to God. It was like, man, when I, when I hear that song, bro, I'm like, man, I can't believe we put that out. That's what I'm saying. That's how raw that was, right? Yeah. Because in retrospect, I wouldn't, I would not put that out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, no way. Like, I want to re-release that album and not include it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a raw one right it's there, It's a raw, bro. man. It's tough to listen to. And that, you know, that's one, and I, and I produced that beat. That's the only beat I made on that record. You know what I mean? What, so, what, you know, what, what was one of the greatest, your, your personal opinion, bro, one of the greatest tracks that you've been on? Oh, that's a, man, just on the strength, it has to be Killing Fields. You know what I mean? Because that's a record that we all wrote together, like, like this again, sitting, sitting in the same room, myself, Jack, Duke, and Crow. We all wrote that in the studio. You know, we recorded it in front of each other. So that's that's what, probably the what, one. What volume is that on? That's on book two. Book two. I keep on saying volume. I keep on yeah. thinking of terror tapes. Yeah. Yeah. That was on book two. Oh, it's a powerful song. I mean, that one we perform it, dog. The mosh pits just go crazy. I'm talking. They just, as soon as they hear those violins come in, whoo, you should see them start. Just you know, little tornadoes, hurricanes starting that mosh pit, bro. You know what I'm saying? I said it a million times in this podcast, dog. We good, dog? Okay. I got the warden standing right here in the front, dog. Right. I mean, when the warden's standing right here, it's like, we're going on right here, dog. We all right? Yeah, we good, dog? Okay. We're still on? They have yeah. bandas, they have shadow bandas, they haven't pulled the plug, censored us in uh, YouTube. I've said this a million times in this podcast, dog, growing up, dog, uh, you know what I mean? I was a skater, I was a stoner on 50, dog, you know what I mean? I, I gravitated, uh, I was on the streets already, dog. You're 50? No, no, I was on 50, the street. Oh, okay. No, like, damn. No, no, hell no, I'm 45. Boy, baby. you got, that was about to say, you're the founder of youth, homie, you got them <laughs> genetics. Yeah, hell yeah, let, 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 me, let, let me pee on you. <laughs> you get some of this, too. That's what you tell them. <laughs> you're like, nah, I'm good, I'll pass. I'll take the gray uh, hairs and the fucking <laughs> triple chin, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, growing up with like death metal and punk and shit like that, dog, you know what I mean? Like, you know, homie, there ain't a, I, I go to any show and there's this mosh pit, there's a slam pit, homie, I'm in the middle of that bitch to this day, dog, mm. to this day, dog. I fucking, I love the, the energy of music that can produce a mosh pit, a slam pit. So, I mean, I, I mean, is, is, uh, is Psycho Realm the first? I mean, I know they were doing it with, with Cypress Hill too, right? Yeah. I, it's been going on, right? You know, but I think Psycho Realm really took it to another level. I mean, one of my favorite albums from Cypress Hill was Temple of the Boom, dog. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? I was in the penitentiary with the cassette tape, dog. Like, yeah. you know, they were like, let me borrow that. I was like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, hey, you know. No, I relate. From the first, the part of the first in that album was probably my favorite, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, when you can have hip-hop music, bro, give you that energy to form a mosh pit, my boy, you were doing something amazing, dog. Yeah, man, and they were, you know, that was happening since they put out their first album. Like I said, like when you, like that 98 show, for yeah. say, or whether it was a festival in the parking lot of Peppers, you know what I mean? 
It was nothing but Cholo's mouth pitting in there, you know? So it was. And they were having the time of what? their life. Dog, just seeing it from <laughs> stage was like, was intriguing. It was like, God damn, man, them folks were beating each other up, dog, you know? But then, you know, everybody helps each other up too, you know what I mean? Yeah, knock them out, pick them up. Yeah. a couple of times where they would sling them, you know what I mean? But yeah, it was crazy. And to, to continue on, which was even more, because it became like, oh, we're going, Psycho shows are known for mosh pits, so fools already go with that idea. Sometimes it could be a slow song or an intro, and motherfuckers already trying to, <laughs> they not already start trying to mosh, you know what I mean? Sometimes, bro, I swear, being on stage, you see that, you get hypnotized. You're like, you're like rapping, you're still, you know, you're doing your lyrics, but you're looking at that because it's, 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 it's something else, you know, especially when um, it's a bigger show, and there's like one over here, then one over there, one over here, then that. They, they just merge together at one point. It just becomes one big one, dog. It's with the energy is like you can't can't even translate it, you know. Well, and that's gotta feel amazing, dog, because the 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 train behind this, the feel behind this, is you. The words coming out your mouth, the beat coming out that speaker is fueling fueling this motherfucking swarm of fucking animals, bro, mm. that are going, I mean, that's gotta feel powerful, dog. Yeah, man, and vice versa, because you, you, since you know that's gonna happen, you're already getting pumped, right? And then when, it, when you do hit the stage, whatever butterflies or whatever little anxiety you might've been feeling before, it transforms into straight power, you know what I mean? And then you get it back and there's nothing like it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You get off the stage and you first, fucking female you see you're like bitch yeah. suck my dick <laughs> come here now <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like you were just like fuck yeah. dog you know what i mean you just they just made a fucking monster dog mm -hmm. yeah yeah I'm so just, yeah man it's all it's fun I'm fucking around no 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know it, back in the day i used to go to the hong kong cafe in chinatown okay not, it, not in not in dj no and no 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 <laughs> I, I need to go to that don't tell my girl yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, if she ever leaves me for the neighbor, I will be there, I'll dog. Be in T I'll be yeah. living in TJ. Yeah, I will yeah. be there, dog. You know what I mean? Um, but, but I used to go to this Hong Kong cafe in Chinatown, dog, off of Broadway and shit, dog. And fucking, uh, uh, and this is before I got into the hood, but, you know, we were all fools, long-haired, stoner, right. skater fools, dog. You know what I mean? And we go to these death metal gigs. And I remember... Bro, so these are these small ass fucking Hong Kong cafe, small ass venue with a little ass bar, dog. And you know I mean, like, you, there's hardly any air going through this motherfucker, dog. You know what I mean? And and half the dudes there, and this is early '90s, very early '90s, bro. You know what I mean? I'm talking like '91, '92 type of shit, dog. Half them dudes there are cholos, bro. You know what I mean? They used to have a band called the Babonic Plague, dog. It was a crazy-ass death metal band out of East Los, right here in mm. East Los, dog. And if you looked at these dudes, they were all fucking cholos, dog. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, a cut, you know what I mean? Ben Davis shorts, you know, socks, you know what I mean? The, the high socks, yeah. the, the Cortez, you know what I mean? And they're just like, rrr, 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 you know what I mean? And they, they, I mean, man, dog. I love the art of music that's gonna make you wanna tear another man's head off or just fucking get crazy, yeah. dog, you know what I mean? One of, one of my older homies from the hood, um, you would never know he was a gangbanger because he was straight long hair, hell rat shirts, vans, you know, whatever, you know, black set, just a straight stoner yeah. and a straight, you know, straight fool, you know what I mean? And but you would never know it. You would just think like, oh, some heavy metal dude, but you know, they put it on you. I mean, but you gotta remember, right, a lot of the neighborhoods, they were stoners at some point, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It was like whatever they were, MCS, 
MSS, you know what I'm saying? That's how they started. You know what I mean? Just going to death metal and heavy metal concerts. You had to be man. something before. Yeah, yeah. You right. weren't just, you didn't come out of the fucking womb with a pair of Cortez right, and right. motherfucking your bald head and, were, and the fucking tattoo above your eye, they bro. They were football teams. They were fucking car clubs, bike clubs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You get a lot of that. Like, there's a few gangs with, like, the name Riders at the end, right? It's not, it's because, not because they were, they were they were bike riders, you know what I mean? Yeah. They turn into gangs and shit. I mean, back in the day, bro, I remember we would have, uh, what was it? There, there would be, like, uh, Thanksgiving uh, football games, uh, us against, like, Eastside Clover, dog. Mm. I mean, just like, uh, I mean, back then, bro, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know if they do that now, dog. But, I mean, yeah, people would, like, fools would go out there and, I mean, just do different things, dog. Play yeah. football against each other. It was, it was a rough game because fools are drunk and they're, yeah. like, really tackling motherfuckers. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? you know? And then, and then. <laughs> and then. <laughs> it mean? all changed. Yeah. You know? But, but, you know, no, let's, we, we, I mean, we kind of reminiscing a little bit about the old days yeah. and shit, dog, which is a beautiful thing and shit, dog. And, but don't get it twisted because this new generation will get, you know, they get your ass on me, huh? Oh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. There's, there's a lot of motherfucking. Uh, you know, knuckleheads out there, right. but so you, you traveled the world, dog. You traveled to the you traveled the world. What was one of the most uh, amazing moments of traveling the world, bro? I mean, this music thing that you had a dream. You were a kid, mm -hmm. and you were just like, "It's a dream." I felt like I could do this. I mean, you are one out of fucking millions, dog, yeah. that was able to do it. Right, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, like when I said the chosen few in the beginning, mm -hmm. bro. Like you are rightfully the chosen. Few, right, dog, because right, there's yeah. only a few of us that gets to travel the world with our love, yeah. this craft, this thing that we, you know what I mean, that, we, that we're doing off the top of our whatever, you know what I mean? Uh, what was one of the, your, your greatest moments of, uh, you know, being in another country, dog? Um, probably, you know, shows, man. You meet the people you meet, you know what I mean? You make friends throughout, throughout, you know, wherever you go. You know what I mean? You, you create, you build these relationships, so when you go to different countries, like, you actually have people to call, right? That's crazy, huh? You know what I mean? Like, yo, I got a friend in this part of the world. I got a homie here. Wherever you go, you're good. You need, whatever you need, you, you know, um, you could get. So the people you meet, you know what I mean, is always memorable. Besides the shows, too, because, you know, the shows, it's like, yo, I'm in a, whatever. I'm in Russia or I'm, you know, in, in Macedonia. And these dudes are wilding out the same energy, mosh pitting. They don't, they're trying to repeat the words, but they're mumbling. But they're, 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 you know, they're tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of the shows that I remember, like, that stands out. We were on tour, um, and we did we did done a show. We on tour with B Real, and we did the show in Macedonia, right? And uh, you know we ride, we we get on, you know, Cyclone and the mosh pit's crazy. Like I'm talking about the whole time, the whole place probably held like three thousand people, and they're just boom boom like you know just fucking each other up. And then when B came on, you know Jack Jack would stay on stage with him and back him up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so. I got to go outside to like the balcony up top and watch the show, you know? And bro, I'm talking about, they were, there was broken glass on the floor. These dudes were cut up, getting like just bleeding all over the place, dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when, you know, when, once everything was done, people were out, you know, we're leaving the show and you just see the whole floor just covered in shards of glass. Dog. Wow. Like, oh, that's what, that's what they were mosh pitting. They were falling on that and they kept going. Like straight maniacs, you know what I'm saying? So I remember that, that show, you know, a show we did in Russia, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, those those stand out. You know what I mean for sure. What are the craziest? Are are, are, are like what what is a uh, like Japan, Russia? I mean uh, Macedonia. Macedonia was uh, Macedonia. Macedonia was uh, the original uh, birthplace of Alexander the Great. Am I correct? Alexander the Great so. is Macedonian. Yes, because they're close to like Greece and shit. Yeah, you know, you know Alexander the Great wasn't Greek. He was Macedonian. Mm. 
Yeah. Okay. Crazy. And then he's and then he conquered all of yeah. fucking uh, uh, what is that area right there called? Uh, that continent. Anyways, I don't want to get into all that. My bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm no, gonna nerd out on you. Right oh, now. we could. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if I remember it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what what, were the, what what's the craziest? You know what I mean? Group of individuals, dog. Like when you went, like, man, these motherfuckers are crazy out here, dog. I mean, besides the dudes that are fucking mosh pitting on glass, right, dog. Yeah, I mean, just know, like, just crazy guys right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? Europe is crazy because they all have a different vibe, right? Like, because there's so many countries, but it's like going from here to San Diego. It's a, it's a, it's a whole different country. You know what I mean? With different gods and, you know, different food and different traditions. You know what I mean? So, um, like when you go. Let's say, and I say nothing about my people in Denmark and then the Norway and stuff like that, but it's much more relaxed, right? Reserved. Yes, like Amsterdam too, you know, they just blow so much weed that they're just, they're at the show, just, you know. Ain't trying to do much. Uh, yeah, it's packed, but they're just like, oh, you know, like Germany's the same way. But when you start, when you get to like Italy, you know, you get to Spain, it changes, you know, they're a little more wild. Yeah. But for real, probably the Eastern Bloc of Europe, which would be, you know, Russia, you know, Estonia, they've been probably the most crazy dudes outside of LA, you know what I mean? But who gives them a run for their money is Chile, man, in South America. Boy, Chile is on another level. Them boys go crazy. Yeah. Mosh pits, they set, uh, you know, trash cans on fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they like, set it, they setting their old lady on bro, fire. They having did, such a good time. Bro, we did. First Fuck time, that bitch. First time we went out there, did a show, we opened up for DMX. Right? Oh, shit. And it was at a, at an old train, it was a train station. So it was, you know, right there, right there, right? It's like doing it at the Union Station or some shit, right? Yeah. It fit about 10, 10 15,000 kids. And it was just nuts to butts, right? And there was trash cans throughout the whole shit. And they were on fire. These motherfuckers were lighting up fires and, you know, things was crazy. We come out there, we kill it, you know what I mean? Straight murdered it, you know what I mean? And it was, the energy was crazy. That was the first time doing the show. And them fools like to spit at you too. Them, Bastards, you know. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like a thing of respect. It's like don't spit at me, bro. We don't have problems. I jump into that crowd. You know what I mean? But to them, it's a thing of respect. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're weird, man. You know what I mean? Not shout out to Chile. They're not weird, but yeah, they do weird things. And then uh, DMX came on, bro, and he fucking murdered it. You know what I'm saying? That like, fool walked off the stage, looked like he was full of sweat, but he was full of spit. Because they love that man, dude. Got full of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> he rocked his bit. Every time we've been to Chile after that, that's like a second home, bro. They just they love the six side thing, bro. They're fans or family bro and they every show is always impactful the same way you know what i mean mexico too but chile gives it gives la a run for its money you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah it's really dope man the people out there are cool as hell too that's, a, that's amazing dog that you're able to experience that dog i mean that's a, that's yeah. just a i mean i i get joy just hearing it from you because i feel the the energy yeah. from you and i feel that just like you 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 tapping into that time you know what i mean yeah no it was fun man you know it was a trip too because like you mentioned not too many uh people go out there not even just you know, our people, also hip hop artists, period. Like now, a lot of these kids that are mainstream, they get to go out, they go to Europe, you know what I mean? They, they go to Latin America, but throughout the, the 2000s, the number one artist from here wasn't touring Europe, you know what I'm saying? Because they were always a little behind. They, they love the, the 90s, 2000s hip hop, and that's kind of like they were stuck there for a long time. Obviously, now they're trapped out or they were trapped out like the rest of the world but for a long time those dudes weren't touring like that the, the guys that were killing it were like the, the Wu-Tangs the Cypress and then you had like you know Psycho Realms the Jedi Mind Tricks Vinny you know uh, Nonfiction and those cats we would go out there and kill it too you know what I mean so it was just very few that would actually get to tour Europe like that you know what I'm saying because they were purists you know what I mean they kept it for a long time you know what I mean that's that's they gotta was, love that it dog yeah, gotta yeah. love it I mean it, it seemed like with underground hip hop bro 
like in in order for individuals to to st- underground hip hop, you know, what I mean, staying true to your craft, you're not selling out, right, so to speak, right? Yeah. Um, it seemed like for you to be successful underground hip hop and actually get the money and be able to live off it, you had to tour Europe. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they 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 uh we we were able to pay our bills and feed our families. You know what I mean? Thankful to them because as far as the U.S. went, there was really no market for it. You know, maybe besides like the major cities, like we do Chicago, we do New York, you know, somewhere in Texas, you know what I'm saying? But everywhere else in the country. Yeah, we, you, were, you, weren't nah. in, you weren't in Baton Rouge, nah. Louisiana yeah. or something like that. No, no, <laughs> we didn't do that. And not to say that they didn't want us out there, we just figured there was nothing out there. You know what I mean? But Rasa was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Little Absolutely. did we know. And that's just the market we never tapped into because you have people like like Immortal Technique that would do like 200 shows throughout. He's in every little every little city throughout the country. You know what I'm saying? That's just something we didn't do. You that's know amazing. You know what? I want to introduce you to uh, Casey right here, baby. Casey, what up? Hey, hello, hello, hello. What's up? What's up? What up? Let me let me just tell you the 2000 to 2007 hip hop era. Man, nothing like that, it, right? Nothing like it. It's like. Fuck, like, all, like, Jedi Mind Tricks, all the Outer Space, Ill Bill, all those guys. Yeah. You guys, um, Immortal. Like, it was just, like, I don't know. It was just fucking dope. Like, I, like that's why I listen to all that shit, yeah. like, still, like, bump all that shit heavily. Yeah, man, it was, now. yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. It's, it's like, fuck. That's why I was like, fuck. That's why when he asked if any paths in, like, uh, in Immortal Tech, I was like, fuck, I want to hear this, like. Yeah, Doug, yeah. Doug. Those are all, you know, like I said, you know, not only, you know, they're friends of ours too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And we all had that same thing in common that we had a cult following, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like very few, yeah. you know? And that sound is so distinct. I love that shit. Like so that. what we did, man, we, 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 you know, we, we, we pretty much shared fans, man. You know, yeah. we, you know, we all knew we had our cult followers, which a lot of their fans were our fans, but not all of them. Yeah. You know, we all introduced each other to our fans, you know what I mean? And next thing you know, if, if, if Jedi came in town, they'd be dudes with Psycho Realm shirts there, you know what I mean, supporting yeah. him and vice versa, you yeah. know? So uh, it was always, it was always, it's always dope. Yeah. Doing shows yeah. with them. Yeah, it's an honor. Yeah, man, I honor. appreciate it. For sure. Thank you. You know what I want to do, dog? I want to do, I, I got, my, how, how are we doing with time with you, dog? Nah, man, I'm here. You're good? I'm okay, here, Because I want to do, I want to do some phone calls, dog, in a mm-hmm. minute right now, dog. But, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, you know what I mean? Me being a fan, bro. Um, I still got more questions for you, dog. Yeah, come I on, mean, shoot them. I mean, you know, bro, did you ever get, I mean, so when, unfortunately, when, when, when the situation happened with Duke, bro, you know what I mean? And, I mean, this music that they, they had, they have, you know, that people want to hear still, you know, you, you were the one that stepped up and started spitting Duke's verses on these songs. Mm. I mean, how did that happen? Did Duke give you his blessings? I mean, how, wh- wh- how did that happen, bro? We, we ran out of people to do them. <laughs> you know, Crow left, and because uh, like I said, we used to rotate on who would do them on certain songs, you know what I mean? When it was Jack, myself, and uh, Crow performing together, right? So we would just switch off. And then once, once Crow was out of the picture, like I said, it was just me and Jack, and we still had offers to do shows, go on tour. And that's how, why, the reason why we kept rolling with the name Psycho Realm, even though we weren't Psycho Realm, because it was me and, Je- you know, Street Platoon, and it was Psycho Realm, is the fact that it was branded, right? They had a major deal with Columbia Records, you know, Rough House, so it was known. Even if we try to get promoters to put six symphonies on a flyer, they're always like, oh, well, people are not going to recognize it, and 
they were just wrong with Psycho Realm, right? So we were like, you know, whatever then. It well, makes we'll, sense, yeah. Right, which is, we'll, we'll keep it rolling, you know what I mean? But so once, you know, Crow was out of the picture, it was just me and him. So I, you know, the, the fans wanted to hear the Psycho Realm stuff, so I had to start learning all Duke's verses. So it was just by default, you know what I mean? It was never planned that way, you know what I mean? So we just, I started, I started doing them and, you know, obviously, you know, Duke was okay with it, you know what I'm saying? And that's how that happened. It wasn't like, it wasn't planned, you know what I mean? It was just, we had no choice, you know what I mean? What is one of your, I mean, you obviously you, you know all the songs basically, right? Most of them, not all of them. I'm not gonna, you know. Yeah, you, know yeah. mo you, you know most of them, bro. You know what I mean? What is one of your favorite verses of Duke's that you like, just like you like, I mean, you channel like his form. energy and you just like. Um, uh, I like uh, Showdown, you know, Showdown's crazy. Um, Empire Strikes Back, and uh, the one of one of them on the on the on the unreleased off the uh, forget the faces I think. Okay. Those man, for some reason they just you know they resonate. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, and and you know it's crazy because I I didn't write those words, but just reciting them, it's they take over. Like I swear to God, it's like a, it's there, there's an energy because you know words are words are what they are. You know what I mean? They're spells. They're, they're hypnotizing, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why that's especially these verses, bro. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. right? That's why we. That's why it's called spelling, right? Because you know they try. You know. Yeah. But anyways, um, so they're impactful. So when you're reciting them, you know what I'm saying? Like you could see, you could feel his energy. You know what I mean? Like damn, this dude really. It. It. His energy was so impactful. It still translate to somebody else that didn't write them. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how, you know, obviously I have to do my best at performing them, you know what I mean? But I could just sit there and not even move and just say the words and the crowd, the crowd is gonna go nuts. You know what I'm saying? Cause, Cause just they're singing along. The projection, yeah. they, 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 it was, it's impactful, man. You know what I mean? The dude had, he still has a, a powerful spirit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? He, he, he's, he's, uh, he's something else. Absolutely. For lack of words, yeah. you know what I mean? You got the devil's playground and the, you know what I mean? I mean, he's, everybody since Psycho Realm, everybody has tried, including myself, bro, to a, a certain point, bro, that everybody has tried to duplicate somewhat of that sound. You yeah. know what I mean? You've had different, uh, you know what I mean? Uh, the, you know, uh, Duke uh, had the Disciples of the Sick. Mm. He's had, uh, you know, he's had different uh, groups that he's, he's put out, but everybody, it's always been kind of like, you know, it sounds almost like Psycho Realm, right, bro. Right. You know what I mean? You know, but th th that everybody's been chasing that for so many years, yeah. bro, trying to chase that Psycho Realm sound. Like, you, I, I was in the restaurant, and I heard you talk about the cult following. This mm -hmm. is this is the cult following we're talking yeah. about. You know what I mean? That's And that's one thing we always, like, as far as Street Platoon, always kept in mind. It's not to sound like them, right? Even though we got the name Street Platoon from Duke, and obviously, you know, he was on his warpath at the time, so that's how we got the name, right? But... We don't know what it came. What would it came next? You know what I mean? For all I know, he was gonna go on, on his party trip, and the next soccer album was gonna be all some funky drunk shit. You know what I mean? We don't know, but you know, it ended right there. Because Duke, you know I mean? Duke was unpredictable. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And he wasn't just one dimensional. He just happened to be tapped in to that at the time. You know what I'm saying? So um, we would always keep in mind not to sound like the cycle room, and I don't think Street Platoon sounded anything like it. You know what I'm saying? As far as the beats. The beats were a lot slower, you know what I mean? More a little moody, you know what I mean? Obviously, Jack wasn't making them. We had Crow and TRT making them, so obviously the sound was different. My voice was different. Crow's verse was different. We weren't dressing like cholos, you know what I'm saying? We were just dressed more, you know, some regular street shit, you know what I'm saying? And that's just always the way we dressed. That's the way I got down. That's the way Crow got down, you know what I'm saying? So we never wanted to mimic them in any way because the fans are so possessive of Psycho Realm, right? So... It's, 
just coming under them, it, you're already like, oh, that's, they don't even want to hear it. Because they might think like, oh, they want, they, there's probably like some copycat shit and nothing, nothing duplicates them, right? But I think when they would give it a chance, they would realize that that wasn't it. You know what I mean? Because I believe, I think we, we were completely different from, from the cycle round sound. You know what I'm saying? So we always kept that in mind. It was not to try to be anything like them. And I think that's where everybody fucked. Well, we're not, I don't want to say they messed up, but that's where every, I think the mistake was made for like a lot of these groups that were, that were being put out by him was they think they, they thought they had to sound like him. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it was the opposite. You know? I, I hear what you're saying, dog, but I, I feel like you guys, you guys, Psycho Realm, uh, you guys uh, all together were our uh, Wu-Tang, dog. Yeah. You guys were Thank our, you. you guys were our LA Wu-Tang, dog. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I never looked at it like that. I never, I was like, hey, you know what? I had, I, I was such a, a, a big fan of the Psycho Realm, Duke and Jack, dog. I mean, anything, that anyone that came with them, bro, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously you guys weren't whack, bro, because if you were, bro, you would have been crucified, bro. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, so coming under their 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 camp, under their wing almost, bro, I mean, you guys did your thing, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I always, I, I loved it, dog. I thought it was hard, dog. That's, that Street Platoon's album, dog, it was hard, bro. You know what I mean? Um, for some reason, I thought you had more uh, uh, music uh, out there, you know what I mean? But it just seems like there's only a, a limited of... Yeah, as, a, as Street Platoon, it's only that album and the songs we have on, this, on the Six Eye Stories, yeah. right? Okay, those, are yeah. the, those are the only ones. And then um, I, I released a, a solo record. It was called Gray Sky, Black Waters. Yeah. Um, I did put that out like uh, I don't know, 2010 or something like that. I followed that up with Terror Tapes 2, yeah. right? And then uh, more recently, uh, towards the end of the year, I put out, last year, around December, I put out an EP. It's called Goblin, okay, which is yeah. available now. They want to go They want to go to thecycleshop.com. They can pick it up. So that was like my second effort as a, as a solo. You know what I mean? Because prior to that, like I said, it was a Terror Tapes 1, Terror Tapes 2, and that was with Jack. And I uh, also had the, the privilege of being on The Legend of the Mask and the Assassin, which was an album that Jack did with DJ Muggs. DJ Muggs, And yeah. they featured me on there. You know what I mean? And that was, you know, Jack extended the Olive Branch and was like, yo, man, you want to... You want to help me out with this? You know, we just need you to, you know, come up with concepts, fill, it, fill some verses in, some hooks, you know what I'm saying? And uh, ran it by the big homie Muggs, and he was like, cool, whatever you want to do, you know, you want to bring them on, bring them on. And so I was blessed to be a part of that, you know what I'm saying? And all I had, all I did was, had to do was come up with, they weren't even like my original ideas because it was just stuff that I was into. I was, you know, heavy into the secret societies, the occult stuff, you know what I'm saying? So that's what that whole album revolved around, you know what I mean? So it was only natural for Jack to be like, yo, you know, help me out on this. So that's but that's my body of work, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? And that Street Platoon, it was just that one record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how was it working with uh, DJ Muggs? Oh, it's, it's, it's dope, man. It's uh, unpredictable because you don't know. After you, re you record your parts, you do your thing, and you just don't know what it's going to sound like later. You know what I mean? Because you don't leave with a copy. You know, you, you drop it, cool. He goes to work. If he doesn't like something... He lets you know, or somebody will let you know, like you gotta rewrite that or, or, or try it differently. And you do it. And then, you know, the dude's a grandmaster, you know, he does what he does, and you might come back later, your verse is chopped, he might use only like four bars and he turned it into a hook. And, you know, he did, you know, he's a, he's a mad scientist, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's dope, you know what I mean? And so it was an honor, you know what I mean, to work with the homie. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, with you, with you, just on your, on your beats and you, you as, a, as a producer, yeah. right? I mean, how, do you, am I tripping, bro, or do you not work with a lot of cats? No, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I've only worked with, like, a handful. You know what I'm saying? And um, 
Mostly it's because I don't really reach out like that. You know what I mean? I try, I've tried sometimes. I try to, you know, put out some beat CDs or whatever and, you know, give them certain managers and have them shop them around. But it's hard for, like, the kind of uh, the sound that we got, that I got. You know, it's hip-hop. It's raw stuff. And, you know, music's always changing. You know what I mean? And, and, and uh, we don't chase trends. You know what I mean? Even though I, I'll make all kinds of shit. I'll make trap beats. You know what I'm saying? Because they're fun. You know what I mean? I enjoy making them. I might not rap to them. You know, and I don't ever find the little homies to do it either. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so we don't, I've, you know, few few people that I've worked with has been like some underground stuff. You know what I'm saying? Only few. You know what I mean? Like I was blessed enough to have a a, a track on the La Coca Nostra album. They did. It was called uh, Gun In Your Mouth or something. I produced that, something. I did something with, on Ill Bill's album. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? And then I've just produced both of my solo projects have been produced entirely by me, you know? So that's that's about it. So you're you're kind of a you're a hard dude to kind of like to get a hold of to work with because you're so you're very particular on what you want on your shit. Is that correct? And maybe yeah, that and maybe I don't follow through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might be something on my part too. Yeah, where I might be like maybe uh maybe they're not gonna like it. You know what I mean or. I don't want to send bees. What am I going to do? Send them 20 tracks and I don't know which ones they're going to like. You know what I mean? Because that's the thing. It's hard to work with people like that as far as like having to send somebody beats, right? Opposed to having them in the studio with you and then you could go through the tracks with them because you never know what somebody, I could think, oh, you know, Lucky's going to like this because I hear him on there and I send you eight beats and you don't pick none of them. You know what I'm saying? And then you might be there with me at the lab and um, you might pick a beat that I completely wasn't thinking that you would like. You know what I'm saying? So I prefer to be in the studio with the artist, you know what I mean? And which is go through stuff, you know? Absolutely, John. That's the best approach, man. And the, the, the energy's different, you know what I mean, when you do that. You just, to, when you could create in the same room with somebody, I think it's a hundred times better. Yeah, you know? absolutely. I, I, I agree with that, dog. You know what I want to do? I want to open up the phone line, dog. Let's do it. I want to open up the phone line, get some phone calls in right now. You guys want to uh, call in, talk to the homie? Let's do that. And um, I'm get like two calls. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Da, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. So that uh, the esoteric, like, um, I'm gonna put it like um, subject matters. Uh-huh. Yeah, shoot. I, too, like, that's. I mean, I think that's really what what like. It's like the beats and then like the esoteric subject matter is just basically what just. Yeah, man, I, you know what? Because I went, I, went I went to private school, right? The only schooling I've ever done was in fucking, was Catholic school. You know what I mean? First through eighth grade, I dropped out in ninth grade, right? And uh, I was always intrigued by, by like the Bible. You know what I'm saying? Because the stories are fascinating, right? So once I, once, you know, once I got my hands on, on the book of Revelations, I was blown away, bro. I was like, no way, what do, we, like, what do you mean? Like, what's the, what do you mean to somebody? You know, it's just the whole, that whole story. I'm sure you're familiar with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like, yo, this is crazy. So I was always intrigued. And, you know, as you got, as, as I got older, I had a lot of questions, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I, you know, uh, I came across, bro, and I was not the only one, but there was this one VHS tape, bro, that circulated through the hood, right? And there was this older gentleman, this older white man on there, breaking down symbolism, right? The occult and, you know, secret societies and stuff like that. And I was just intrigued, dog, because I was already, you know, seeking that information. Yeah. So once you start, I, I never heard or seen or anything like that, right? So, you know, he's putting, you know, these, 
these are, you know, he has a little projection screen and the Shell gas station logo and the Argo gas station logo and then like the double cross, the Freemasonry, all this stuff. And he starts break, you know, breaking it down and I was like blown away. And th after that, I went down that rabbit hole for years. You know what I'm saying? For years, you know what I mean? Just seeking it, seeking it, seeking it, seeking, seeking that knowledge. Um, but then it gets to a point where you realize like, man, that, you know what, that, uh, that could really fucking, you know, give you a good mind, you know what I'm saying? Like, good mind fuck. Woo, boy, you know what I'm saying? You go far down in rabbit holes, bro, sometimes you don't come back out. You know what I mean? The same person, you know what I'm saying? And uh, those are things that you just, I mean, it's good information to know any knowledge, knowledge is power, but I think people, you could get uh, stuck in that world, you know what I'm saying? And there's really not much you could do about that kind of things, you know what I mean? And some people, you know, you, the paranoia builds up, you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that with those subject matters, man. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? You're on Hoodstocks, what up? What up, Lucky? What up, G? What's up, homie? Hey, fucking shout out to the podcast, homie. That shit fucking fired up. Homeboy right there, fucking first time I heard him was on uh, Omar Cruz with my homies. Ooh. That shit was dope as fuck. Thank you, man. Ever yeah. Man fucking was a fan, homie. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I did. that verse is pretty good. Not to stroke my own ego, but yeah. I, 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 dude, because all those dudes, I'm rapping on there with, you know, with Jag, Omar Cruz, and a bunch of other cats on there, and well, I, I got yeah, my little man, eight bars. and. Some fucking legends on me for sure. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate that. I forgot about that track right there, homie. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's just hard as fuck, though, bro. You had probably had the hardest verse on that shit for shit. sure. Yeah, thank you, bro. Appreciate and, that. Well, it's a trip, homie, because like listening to you talking to the shit you're speaking on is like pretty much what you spoke out on that verse too. So damn, fucking, hell yeah. That's dope, man. Appreciate that's you, bro. bro. I know cats were telling me they're like hit him up about the Illuminati, whoop de whoop whoop, yeah. and I was like, okay, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Whatever I could remember about it, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm just I'm just good at regurgitating what I remember. You know what I mean? Half the time, you know, I'm not gonna tell you like, yo, you know, I'm the scholar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Far from it. But that jo that that, yeah. that that gentleman I was talking about, man, his name was uh, Jordan Maxwell, man, and it, things were never the same after that tape. You know what I mean? For sure. What's up? You on Hoodstocks? Talk to us. What's up, Phoenix? About to light up this little this joint. Courtesy of the homies, Killer Kush, Fire. You underwater or what? Phoenix, hey, one of my favorite fucking songs, you jacking, is El Barrio. Oh, yeah. Murder, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. That shit is sick, man. Hey, man, props to both of you guys when I do this shit. Yeah, as much as my job. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he was underwater, bro. <laughs> or he was taking a bubble bath yeah, watching right. this podcast. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. I've been, about I've, your lighter, look. He's like, I've been waiting for this all day for Cynic. Cynic. <laughs> yeah. Got the bubble bath, baby. <laughs> You're on Hoodstocks. What up? Hey, fuck you, Lucky, you're cool of things, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> they love you, dog. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> he said, yes, it does. It's stanky. <laughs> it don't smell like Kika, though. <laughs> <laughs> like a marisco's dumpster. Ooh. No, <laughs> Hey, bro, you know what? You know what? I had some good jokes, but I just didn't. I didn't. I should have stood up there and you bombed. Yeah, I mean, you didn't bomb. You bombed. Hey, let me, if I can speak on it, you fucking bombed. Look, I'm sorry. I might have this bombed. Mother, a this fool was this this fool was telling me all week. He's like, fool, you know, what be funny, dog, is if you bomb, homie, straight up. And I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna bomb, bro. I said, <laughs> you're, I, I said, I said, Casey's favorite porno is American Me. 
I mean, that was funny. Dog, that's some good ones, dog. I said, I said, I said, I said, fucking Side Dick Eddie is so hairy, dust bunnies from all around the world travel here to vacation on his back. Come on, dog. I had some good ones, bro. Yeah, you guys went in on each other on that. You're on the hood, Stocks. What up? Amma, 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 ¿qué estás haciendo, Amma? Te ocuparita. Ven, Amma. Amma, ven, ven a la casa. Amma. Amma. Hey, fuck you, look. <laughs> I was waiting for that, dog. That's right, man. <laughs> I swear to God, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers are higher than me, dog. Hey, well, all right. Hey, they love you, bro. It's it's yeah, it's all love. I love them too, dog. You know what I mean? I love them too. Oh, there he goes. We where you're talking? We missed a bunch of phone calls, but anyways, they're gonna be calling in. The the, the numbers right there. Um, who? Here we go, right here. We're trying to get into the occult. Yeah, no, I know. You're on Hoodstocks. What up? Hello. What up, G? Hey, what up, Lux? Hey, homie, I had a question for Cynic. Uh, why isn't uh, your stuff like on Apple Music and shit like that? Um, yeah, that's that's by choice. You know, um, they ain't breaking bread. <laughs> they ain't breaking bread, you know, bottom line. They need to get better at paying the artists, man. Just, you know, it's just a, a, a new way of doing things. You know, we just sell directly to the fans. You know what I mean? They go on the website. They can download it there. I know it's a little bit, it's a... More of a process. I know it's easier just to get on your Apple Music and your whatever your iTunes and stream it, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, that Goblin isn't on isn't on Apple Music. No, either. not yet. It'll be up probably like in a month. But right now, it's only available on thecycleshop.com. You can go download it there. You know what, bro? I never thought I'd tell you this, dog. But get your shit together, homie. No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's together. It's my choice, like I said. I'm fucking with you, dog. I'm fucking with you, bro. I mean, mean, it's my choice. You know what? I got got a homie. His name's Brown Lucci. I don't know if you heard him. But he he was with, uh, he used to fuck with Duke. Yeah, yeah. uh, Six Side uh, Street Music when Duke had that going on, the production company. But Brown Lucci was like, hey, look, I'm just going to fuck him. I'm going to put something out just once in a while. And, and, and. And when I'm going to put it out, it's going to be in the middle of this field, in this hole. And these people got to get out here with a shovel, dog. They got to dig it up. They got to find it. I'm like, bro, why are you making it so hard, dog? He goes, yeah. my shit's just like, he, he he's just got this thing about, like, you know, when I drop something, when I give you something, dog, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a golden nugget, but you got to go find the bitch, dog, right, if right. you really fuck with me. Yeah. My first, the, the, the Grace Guy one, I had to pull that down because there's some sample stuff. But the, the latest one, I was, you know, I was just going to put it up after a few months, you know what I mean, after being on the website. Then I was gonna uh, put it on the streaming platform. So in about a month, it should be up. You know? If I jumped in your car right now, dog, what are we listening to? Probably a bunch of bu- bunch of podcasts. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Really stuff like that. You know what I mean? I love podcasts. Dog. Yeah, I listen to music sometimes. You know, whatever hip hop or my beats or something like that. I'm listening to beats or shit. You know what I mean? But uh, really, not much music nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. I rather just listening to people talk. It's interesting, you know I mean? dog. Yeah, There's yeah. so many. I mean, with podcasts, bro, it's like the new fucking radio, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got uh, the satellite, satellite radio in my, in my truck, dog. You know what I mean? And, and, and I love it, bro, because they're never pressed for time to go to a song, dog. Right. They can just start shooting the breeze and so on and so forth, dog. You know what I mean? And the, I mean the, the, the art of conversation, dog. You know what I mean? The art of hearing different individuals' perspectives. The art of having cynic right here. You know what I mean? Ooh. Is amazing, my boy. Because yeah. people, people like. You know they put they put they put words to words you have out there already, but it's a different form of words. It's a it's not a research re, re rehearsed yeah. or anything like that. This is just 
I mean, not in you said you were talking uh, on some of the songs, you were just doing it off the head. You were, you know, writing in your head, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying though, like people, they want to hear you talk. They want to yeah. hear people talk, bro. Absolutely. They want to hear your thought process. Yeah, man. Especially, you know, like I said, people have uh, interesting, sto interesting stories, you know what I'm saying? And you can learn a lot, you know? Like we were talking earlier as far as like, you know, people, um, you know, the struggle. The struggle is really what makes you. A lot of us get comfortable in life, you know? We like the easy route. We never want to challenge ourselves. Like I told you yesterday on the phone, you know, when you when you when when I seen your message and you reached out, um, I was a little hesitant at first, right? Because, you know, I, you know, I don't really talk about myself like that. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, you know, because I know I, I know where podcasts are gonna go. You know what I mean? I listen to enough of them. You know what I mean? Long form platforms tend to get a little personal. You know what I'm saying? So, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know if I don't think I'm comfortable with it. But then I reminded myself, I have to be uncomfortable. You know what I mean? That's that's part of it. You just can't always be you know, in your little, in your little, in your little area and be content. You know what I mean? You have to put yourself in uncomfortable positions to make you better, make you sharper, right? And um, yeah, that's, so I said, fuck it, let's go do it. Let me go be uncomfortable for a little bit. You know what I mean? Thank you, Monty. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, Hoodstocks, what up? Yo, what up, what up? We all sitters. What's cracking, what's cracking, city? What up, what up, homie? What up, six side army all day, motherfuckers? That's right, that's right. Let them know, dog. Hey, Cynic. Talk to me. Tell him about how you came about that song, Rampart, with fucking those chaotic, those Ooh, rhythm That's dog, Big Megan, homie. That's that's my dog right there. I who's, think about that man a lot. Who, Los Kellas, who? Mars? Mars. Red Side Rockwood. Yeah, sure. sir. You know, yeah, his, partner, his partner was, uh, his name was um, uh, Mago. They called him Mago. He was the producer. He you passed away, though. Yes, yes, yeah, he passed okay. away, man. We lost him, um, you know, to the streets, like yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. So we did this song, right? Because I've known them, like I said, you know, from the hood, right? Because yeah. we're, you know, we're close, right? It's Rockwood, Burlington, and stuff well, like that. Well, 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 Rockwood and Highland Park is the same thing, dog. Yeah, true. I mean, we, we close, yeah. like you know. What I mean, I got a lot of the rock, the Rockwood family, dog, mm -hmm. is family to the Highland Park family, uh, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For some way, some way, the Rockwood years ago, yeah. bro. I mean, Rockwood back in the day, they had all the badass fucking VWs and shit, dog. Like they were <laughs> yeah, known, bro. Yeah, sure. I, mean, I think they had the little ducktails too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I mean, all the Tigers had them back yeah, then, yeah, you know what I mean? They, they love rocking them steel, uh, Steelers colors, right? And the Steelers, right? too, was, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was a trip, though. I met Megan. It had nothing to do with uh, with the streets, bro. You know, my relationship with him was strictly music, bro. I swear to God. So that's what... It, it hurt. It hurt, you know what I mean, when when, when he went, because it was... Our, our our conversations were never about the hood. It was always about hip-hop, what kind of beats, what new samples you got, got the MPC, or oh, I want to get... It was just creative stuff that I used to talk. I'm yeah. pretty sure that was his escape, because he was a real dude, you know what I mean? So... We, so that's how I met him. I met him through through my through my home with Big John, right? And um, so we all used to hang out. I met him, you know. Once we started doing our things with Street Platoon, you know, we were kind of it's almost the same, you know, because at the time they were called Chaotic Chapter, and then they went into Los Chaotic, right? Chaotic Chapter is a beautiful name. That's a hard name, right? So being that we were all from the Rampart District, uh, you know, they wanted to do a song called Rampart, and it was I think it was an uh, it's an acronym. They had broke it down to what each letter meant. You know what I mean? And uh, so we finally got the beat because Megan made amazing, dope, dope hard tracks. You know what I mean? Anything you've ever heard from those chaotic that's on you could hear on YouTube, that's the homie yeah, shit. You know what I mean? So that's how that. Yeah, so that that's how the idea. They had the concept. They came, you know, let's do the street platoon track. We're like, cool. They got the studio. We got in there and we, you know we murdered it. It was just all about you know the Rampart District. You know what I'm saying? That's tight, dog. Yeah, man. So yeah, that's dope, man. Thank you for calling and reminding me of that and bringing up the homie, man. Hell yeah. All right, much love and respect, Lucky. Where you, where you calling from, my G? Yeah, 
Man, I'm in. I'm on the road. I'm a truck driver. I'm in fucking uh, Missouri right now, bro. Ooh. That's right, baby. Get Ooh, that. Man. Get that truck driving money, doggy. Get that truck driving yes, money, sir, dog. Yes, shout out, shout to my all, right. all my road warriors, dog. Love, respect, appreciate you, brother. All right, peace out. Peace out, doggy. I mean, bro, let me get a light, yeah, dog. No, you good, G. Um, damn, bro. It's it's crazy when you when you start talking to people. You know, you, we we the same age. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, just like somehow, some way, dog. I mean, everybody's connected. You know what I mean? Yeah. In in the, in the streets. You know yeah. what I mean? Just like that's dope. Mars, Mars, that's the homie, right? Yeah, there. man. Shit, Mars was really dope too, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just you know things pan out how they pan out in life. You know what I mean? But he was really, those guys were really good, man. They used to work with Ralph Fem a lot too back in the day for Funk Dubious. Okay. You know. Yeah. So you know. They they had a little they had a pathway you know what I mean, who I mean what are we what are we doing right now bro what are we doing right now this present time, I mean, you know, the last album you had was Goblin right mm-hmm. when it was that re- you said last year this, I put that out I, it was December I believe oh. December top of the, top, oh. the end of the year 2020 can't, 2020 can't. I mean how did the how did the let, let's um, something change the direction real yeah. quick and that's what we do right here it's a podcast right. The pandemic, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you getting the vaccine? Are you vaccinated? Oh, that's a very personal question. No, you know, like, you know what? Those questions are becoming very personal, bro. Are, are you a virgin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. You know, and I'm not against it. I'm not an anti-vaxxer or any anything like that. You know what I mean? When my time comes, I would be more than happy to get it. You know what I mean? We have to start traveling because that's gonna. We have no way around it. You yeah, know you got to have the card, bro, to get on the You're plane. Gonna, right? You know, I'm gonna go to Alvarado. And get a fucking, you know, from oh, the guys going that to, you going to MacArthur Park. <laughs> and I'll get a bootleg. Get me a social heard. security card while you're there. You heard? No, but, uh, <laughs> you know, no, no, I haven't got it, man. But I'm sure I will, I, it'll, be, um, it'll be necessary at some point. You know what I mean? And I'll get it. You know what I mean? I, I'm just, you know what, since the pandemic, man, I've been doing my best um, just to stay healthy. You know what I mean? When that thing happened, man, there was hardly any information out there besides the, the, just the fear. Oh, stay home. Wear a mask. Don't come out. Don't get near nobody. They weren't really telling you how to defend yourself, how to defend your immune system, how to keep it up. You know what I mean? That was probably your best chance at that time. You know what I'm saying? Because there was no vaccine. There was no way around it. So that changed. That was a game changer, that thing. You know what I'm saying? For the better, at least for me. Absolutely. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. You're on Hoodstocks. Go ahead, baby. Going once, going twice. You're going. Um, Yeah. You know what, bro? Um. It's kind of a personal question, maybe. If you could do this all over again, would you have taken your path or would have you been, uh, I'll just use an example, uh, a contractor for a construction company? Sometimes I wish I would have took that path. You know what I'm saying? It's real, you know, just real. You know what I mean? Because it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the, just this being an artist and trying to make it. You know what I mean? Because you, you know, you have your ups and downs. Things tend to get a little cold. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, then things pick up. So just, you know, depends. But, yeah, there's times, I'm not going to lie, where you feel like maybe I should have took a different trade. You know what I mean? Because this ain't forever. You know what I'm saying? But we've been fortunate enough to still, to this day, be able to eat off of it. You know what I mean? Which is a rarity. But to answer your question, yes. You know what I mean? Is it, is it, hard, is it hard being? I mean, you, you kind of got, you got, I'm not going to say you got sucked in, dog. But, I mean, you were one of the chosen few that was able to, Come up underneath Psycho Realm, dog, which is fucking in my books, homie. That's in the motherfucking, that's in the Bible, dog. That's yeah. legend, homie. That shit is written, dog. And don't ever talk bad about that type of shit. Yeah. It's blasphemous, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so 
did you, I mean, your homie Crow said, you know what, dog? He dipped out at the highest point. Here you are, dog. You're still, you're still holding on to the ride, so to speak, right? Yep, yep. You know what I mean? So, so, so in, in, in retrospective, kind of, I mean, you a soldier. You, you down for the cause. Yeah, there was never a plan B, you know? It really wasn't. It, this was it. You know, when I, when I made up my mind when I was younger that this was the route and it was going to work out somehow, and, and it did, you know? Those, those feelings of maybe I should have took a different approach, they happened, but I don't regret it. And, 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 you know, this is just the path I was supposed to take. I try to diversify still, don't get me wrong, and try to make... Uh, make money and different things and stuff like that, but uh, I've been blessed that I've never had to work for for the man per se, right? I've never had to. I've never done anything that I woke up and hate hated the fact that I had to go do it. You know what I'm saying? So that in itself is a blessing. You know what I mean? I can't complain about that. You know what I'm saying? I wake up every day early. You know what I'm saying? And I get to spend time with my kids and go to the studio or work out. You know what I'm saying? Or go study whatever it is I'm I'm studying at the time. And uh, it's a beautiful thing because I'm not distracted by anything else. You know what I'm saying? So it's a blessing, man, for sure. I mean, you know, it, you must be somewhat comfortable or you're just really, really kind of like, uh, like you said, kind of like closed in type of individual. But really, bro, you're a part of the Psycho Realm brand, bro. So, I mean, you can sell, if you wanted to, bro, you can, you can be selling fucking beats all day long, every day, all around the fucking world, dog. Yeah. Just because you're Cynic from uh, Street Platoon, you're Cynic from Six Symphonies, yeah. you're, you're Cynic, Realm, Cynic, yeah. Cynic from Psycho Realm, dog. Yeah. I mean, you, you could really, you can really like, uh, how do you call it, like, uh, prostitute yourself? Yeah, know yourself for sure in a good yeah. way. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. That's what I do for a living. But you, right? you know, you have that opportunity. You yes, do have that yes. opportunity, right? And by, yeah, and I think, like I said, back to the comfort spot thing, right? Early on, because when you're younger, you already kind of feel like you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? Things might go, be going good. So it's like, ah, right, why I got to go? You know, it's just um, maybe immatureness, you know what I'm saying? Of not wanting to work with people, you know what I mean? Or being fucking picky, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want that person on my, on my tracks, you know what I'm saying? And, and that probably not the way to look at things obviously you don't want to work with somebody you don't like at all you know what i mean but that's part of it this is what i do for a living right jack must love you bro he probably does he probably dislikes me a few times too <laughs> <laughs> no but he must love you because he has i mean you're behind a lot of these beats bro yeah right? yeah you know the newer ones not nothing that he's done as far as his solo albums in the sack room he's done you know what i mean but like right now we're uh we're producing i'm producing the record for him it's called lord of the flies um it's been done for a while. We're not almost done, but now it's, now it's done. We're, hopefully we get that out soon, but I'm behind the whole production on that, and he's rapping on it, you know what I mean? And it's hard, you know what I'm saying? You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hello? Yo, what up, G? What's up, what's up, man? What's up, Kenny? What up, homie? Hey, man, um, I'm calling out from Texas, man, so I don't know if y'all can hear me good or not. Yeah, we I hear that. A little... right, hey, man, have you ever thought about uh, y'all six symphonies crew? doing an album together with the Mortal Text Cruises. Y'all kind of got the same kind of fans and all that. That would be a dope album. Yeah, you know what? I, we never talked about it. You know what I'm saying? It was probably something we, sh we, we, we should have done, but nah, it was never a conversation. Like we said, we've done, we done tracks together, you know, verses like that, but, um, you know, we never got to it. You know what I'm saying? Already. All right, man. Well, hey, man. Big fan out here in Texas, man. We've been bumping you on H-Town for a while. I so. appreciate that, man. That's what, right. What part of Texas are you from, my G? Oh, from H-Town, Southside, man. Yeah, my part. bad. Yeah, H-Town, H-Town. Uh, you black Mexican? Nah, man, I'm a Hondureño. 
Oh. He just oh. got that. You got that Texas twang. No, you know no, that's what, what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They all sound the same, dog. Yeah. 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 You white, black, Latino. You can't yeah. tell. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, you know how it is in Texas, man. We just got that Southern slang. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. With everything in the future, man. And props on the show too, man. Yeah, hey, send me, hey, send me hey. some rappers from Houston, man. You got any little young homies? Send them, send them this way. Yes, sir. All right, man. Y'all be good. You too, my G. That's dope. That's one thing about cool about this podcast. Yeah. Everybody calls. We got people from Australia, uh, you know, Mexico, of course. I mean, Canada, yeah. dog. I mean, everybody calls. That's in, dope. Dog, I like I, mean? I like Texas. I like cats from Texas, like rappers. Again, it's their uh, their dialect. You know what I mean? Their accent, especially when they're rapping to like hip hop tracks. To me, it sounds dope. Like when like UGK, like when you hear Bum B on some hip hop shit. You know what I mean? Or other cats, Scarface. It's it sounds just dope. You Scarf, know what I mean? Scarface is all by himself, bro. You yes, I mean? sir. He's on another motherfucking level and shit, dog. So you got this Lord of the Flies going with uh, Sick Jack that's gonna be dropping soon. I'm yep. so assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully summertime or something. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, so when, when, you know what? <laughs> this is just me, bro, as a fan, dog. But I mean, when it comes to you and Jack, and it comes to business. It comes to money. And if I'm overstepping my step, you don't even have to answer this shit, mm. dog. You know what I mean? But I mean, is it is it is it fruitful? Yeah, it's good. I mean, like I said, he doesn't work. I don't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, we, he's built, you know, the merch. And you said that already. So yeah. I don't I'm not trying to have you say it again, dog, but I'm just like, you know, the the, the you know, you, yeah, Psycho Realm is a motherfucking yeah. brand. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, so what I'm maybe what I'm asking is, I mean, uh, you know, Jack, like, good doing business. It's yeah, not yeah, that absolutely. you wouldn't say you know any different, right? No, no, be a photo, no, right? Right, no, but yeah. no, no. The, but see, the thing is, uh, you know, he's a he's a stand up guy. You I, know mean, I mean, do you have a straight up like, hey, you're gonna do the whole Lord of the Flies? All right, dog, don't trip. I got you. Or do we have a contract or something? No, I mean, obviously, we talk. You have to talk it out, right? Because you just rather get put things out on the table from the jump. But we've been doing we've been doing this so long together. We kind of already know how that goes. Like, you know, what I mean, everything's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, even if you don't think it's fair, you might it might be your own, you know, your own personal shit. But then when you when you step back and you're like, okay, you know what, that's right, you know, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. that should be. You know what I mean? So it's never nothing funny. You know what I mean? Because it's weird when you're because me and him have a real good friendship. Obviously, you know what I'm saying with with him, Duke, or even my brother. You know, just a bunch of us that still hang out with each other. You know, we're we're close, right? Even if we don't talk to each other for months on end. So, but we're really tight. So when you're brothers and you and you got to do business together, it's sometimes it is hard. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. You know what I mean? It could be a little, because uh, you got to talk about shit that, that might be uncomfortable. But it's part of it and you have to. You know what I'm saying? Because you never want to just feel that it's not fair. You know what I mean? So everything's always been smooth as far as that goes. You know what I mean? And I'm not even saying it just because I want to be politically correct. That's the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's dope, though. Yeah, man. And I'm not trying to, like, create any type of controversy. I'm not looking for a fucking, uh, um, what, what do they call that shit? Fucking, uh, um, like, a, a headline. Fucking Jack does fucking whoop the yeah. whoop wrong. Nah, nah. I'm not looking for none of that. It's just, it's just, you know, maybe this is some certain questions should be asked off uh, air as a yeah. fan, dog. Because I don't ever want to put somebody in a fucked up yeah. position, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't ever want to uh, uh, cool. be, uh, be uh, like some of these dudes that do these podcasts that are um, media uh, uh, influencers, so on and so mm -hmm. forth, dog. You know what I mean? Some of them look for that controversy, yeah. to create there controversy. Is. Never that much. Yeah. Not amongst the homies, dog. No, nah, man, I mean? it's 100, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's 100, you know what I mean, with us. That's dope, real. dog. That's hey, dope. Hey, Senate, can you uh, explain uh, some iconic? Iconography and your uh, goblin, like I mean, artwork for the the artwork. Because um, I mean, that's just that. It, I mean, it 
it's dope, and right. I just I I want to I want to know. Like if there was any like symbolism, like yeah, it, all yeah, yeah. Because right. I mean, there's like from the from the campfire with all the yeah. aliens, and I know the yeah. the the one foo in that UFO that's a painting. Yeah, you know, right. Well, I, fl- yeah. I flipped that. But yeah. like, okay, so the cover, if you see that, that's a that's it's a it's a sweat lodge, right? It's an yeah. EP. Uh, yeah. There's a sweat lodge, and um, you know, you got the crafts above it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with that is because I've maybe like uh, I don't know, I was a spirit adopted by a by a by a. Lakota Sioux family, right? Chasing horses, which are, uh, you know, direct descendants from Crazy Horse. And um, so that, that's my family, you know what I mean? Lakota. And so I started doing ceremonies with them, you know, I'd done plenty of sweat lodges, you know what I'm saying? And uh, they were life-changing, you know what I mean, those things, right? So with this album, I, I wanted it, with, with, that, with the cover, I wanted to kind of bring that to life, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So that's, that's because, you know, it's very spiritual. I don't want to get, you know, too deep on, on, that, on, on that thing, but just, you know, those those grandpas right those 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 ships up there and, yeah. and the hot coals like that they kind of just represent a whole like a whole world in itself just the spirit yeah. the spiritual world you know what i'm yeah. saying so that that's kind of the, the meaning behind that i know it's, it could be a little like it looked a little esoteric because that's yeah. kind of like what i wanted to do yeah yeah and then like flipping this this the the that drawing right because that's yeah. a me, me in that spaceship on the back of the cover you know that's an old painting you know what yeah. i'm saying that's from like the renaissance you yeah. know what i'm saying and um it's just intriguing, right? That those that that was in those paintings at that time. Yeah, you know what I'm exactly. saying. So that that was the flip on that. You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. The caller, the host has got up. I would answer the phone, but I don't you know. Yeah, I think that fucking. Yo, what up? You on Hoodstock? Michelob ran right through the homie. Hoodstocks, who's on the line? Hey, what up, you on Hoodstocks? Yo. All right, they got shy, man. He's out. Casey, hey, you know when it comes to fucking when it comes to sweat lodges, dog. I mean, you said you, uh, you know what? I haven't been in one sweat lodge yet, yeah. dog. But I've been on a fucking gang of prison yards where they yeah. got the sweat lodges and all. You know, all the native, uh, the homies are are on there. It's, and that's that's crazy about the way that right. works with that. I mean, but anyways, um, are you the same person? I mean, this is probably a stupid question. Are you the same person that went in and came out? Uh, no, metaphorically and realistic, no. Like it's uh, like I said, man, it's uh. Depends on your connection and your journey, right? But yeah, it was it was pretty. Like I said, man, uh, life changing. I don't want to sound like oh, you know, it changed. It did change my life though, as far as like the way you see things. You know what I mean? Your understanding. You know what I mean of who you are. You know what I'm saying? Especially like you know, it's in us. It's in it's in it's in our blood. You know what I'm saying? So um, once you tap back into that, uh, it's it definitely changes your perspective on things, man. Because you're, you're going, you're tapping into the spiritual side of yourself, you know what I mean? So when you come out of there and you're breathing fresh air after being in, in some, in, being in there for a few hours maybe, just, you know, with hot rocks, steam, sweating, praying, and when you come out, bro, and you take a breath of fresh air, you almost pass out, you know what I'm saying? So you learn to appreciate the water, the air, you know what I'm saying? Because without those, you, you, you feel like you're dying, you know what I mean? You know, maybe, maybe prison is one big sweat lodge. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, I, I've never been to prison. Because, so I, because, because every time I come out of prison, I have a newfound uh, 
uh, appreciation for appreciation it. for life, for yeah. breath, for air, for uh, Jack in the Box, two tacos for ninety nine cents. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a new, I have, no. a, I have a newfound appreciation, <laughs> dog. And I mean, every time I, I mean, maybe prison is one big sweat lodge, dog. I mean, I'm not trying to disrespect the sweat lodges, yeah. but I'm, I, th- th- when you when you say those words, that's what that's what resonates with me, dog. That's what comes up yeah. off the top. Well, I mean, I mean, metaphorically or however you want to look at it, I mean, you are. You've been dead this whole time, right? You in you're in prison, bro. You you fucking forgotten. You know what I mean? You're in a cell. You know what I mean? Right? Like you know, it's just dead pretty much you know what i'm saying so when you yeah you you feel free again right you're like damn okay i'm getting another chance at this i appreciate being able to go take a nice hot shower right now i'm looking forward to that drinking water when i want to you know what i'm saying you're on hoodstocks talk to us you're on hoodstocks talk to us hello holla your boy what's going on my phone is it muted maybe sometimes it's my shit my shit be fucking up sometimes dog it's this fucking uh So so how long the, the La- Lakota tribe? Um that, how long ago was this? Yeah, this was probably like uh close to twenty years ago now. You know what I'm saying? I probably the first time was like two thousand three, two thousand four. You ever experienced you know? DMT? No. I've done you know, not that one. No, uh, no, no. Yeah. I'm you know, I sometimes you know, I probably would try it, you know what I'm saying? I ain't true, you know, but I haven't had the, the 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 chance to do it. I've been invited to like uh, to those ceremonies, but I've I've not partaken. You know, I mean, they say that it's uh, it will when it's ready for you will come to you, and obviously it's came to you, dog, and yeah. you just you passed on it. That yep, shit you know. is crazy. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. I've done it. Mm. Fractals. Hoodstocks. Oh. Dig, you press the mute button. That's what I said. I said, hey, it's muted. You didn't hear me say it's muted? Why would you press the mute button? (laughs) Yo. Fucking dumbass. Damn, fool. Yeah, go on. What's up, fool? Stupid ass Casey pressed the mute button. I'm like, that's why it's red, fool. Dude, you barely it's, said that right now. Oh, it's the yeah, mute button. Why would you press we'll, the mute button? Hey, we'll play this shit back. Play it back and you barely said it. <laughs> <laughs> fucking jackass, man. Sorry about that, guys. Hey, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Sorry about that, my boy. Right. I mean, this dude's a little yeah, retarded. What the fuck, Casey? Why put me on mute for my boy? Yeah. Look at him. Whatever, hey, fool. What's up, Luck? <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> fool. <laughs> Talk to us. What up? What up, man? What up, G? Hey, this is your boy at Psycho City right here, dog. Goon Squad. Goon Squad, you know? Goon Squad, right. baby. What's cracking, dog? Talk to us. You got Cynic hey, right here, up? dog. Well, what's cracking, medicine? What's good, homeboy? You know what's up, dog? That's right. Six fight on me all day, you know what I mean? Soldier all day from day one, you know what I mean? All right. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Hey, I just want to say, uh, I just want to say, people, people gotta get uh, updated on like on your on your music, man, because that's not the Maria Gemma you did with Sack, with with Jack and uh. Right. The homie, uh, Sikana or whatever, yeah. that's, that's a hard-ass beat, bro. that's and, right, that's hard. Yeah, that's a hard-ass beat, bro. I appreciate that, and, man. And, uh, and people got to get up on that drug store, too, bro. Yeah, yeah, I All forgot about that. Drugstore. Yeah, I forgot about my own records. Yeah, that's right, dog. We appreciate fire, it. Dog. That was you know, an instrumental I project. Big... Yeah, thank yeah, you, bro. Man. Everything you've been doing, man, appreciate it. And we, we, we'll catch you on the next cycle tomorrow, dude. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Sooner than later, baby. You guys, you guys, you guys, ready? Getting ready to thank you, my boy, for calling. You guys are getting ready to hit that road again, huh? Man, you know, fucking hey, need that it's therapy, man. I mean, do you wait for that? I mean, you get that phone, you're like, ah, oh, I know that call's coming. Hey, I mean, it's getting closer. Yeah, you know, I was talking to the homie the other day. He's like, man, we got some offers, bro. I was like, all right, so we'll see. Hopefully, summertime, maybe we'll see. We'll see. We'll start opening up. Start doing some shows. 
I mean, you know, so so the, the bread and butter basically is travel the world. Yeah. By the, by the dollar of whoever is offering you this money. An offer is from a promoter that's saying, hey, I got this tour coming. Right, booking agents, like, yo, we, you know, whatever. We got this many shows, yes, you know, whatever. And, so. and it comes with everything. It comes with fucking food, right. hotel, right. pussy. Uh, yeah. I, no, not that you're married. Yeah. I'm just yeah. fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want hood stocks? Talk to us. No, fuck Casey. <laughs> Casey's is fuck hey, you, Casey, today, dog. You better come correct, buddy. Yeah, dog. This is a bad impersonation of I don't know who, dog. But yeah, I, so there's one. There's another dude that calls here, dog. He, the, bro, sharpen that shit up and call back again, dog. <laughs> I mean, there's a dude that calls with a fucking hey. This is fucking Tony. You know, yeah. hey, you fucking, you know, fucking lucky. I like what you're doing. You know, dude, he is fucking hilarious, He's dog. Good he, at it. he calls right. every time, bro, and I, and I always take. But that right there, dog. No, you know what I mean. Go back to the drawing board, huh? Drawing board, dog. Drawing board. Drawing board. Let's go. Let's get some more phone calls and we'll end this out, dog. I don't want to keep the homie too long and shit, dog. Uh, hey, Casey, fuck you, stupid Mario-looking motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would say Luigi more than Mario. What did the homie call him? Adolf. Hipster. Hipster. That was a good one. What up, dog? Talk to us. Oh, he hung up. They just called to say fuck you. Thank you. Thank you for that, dog. You know what I mean? I'm going to play that shit back. Compliment, bro, bro, you're going to play it back and you're going to hear it say the fucking, you barely said it right before. No. I caught I know it. What I didn't I hear said. you. Yeah. I know I have to tell you something at least five times for you to listen. How many times did you say it? One time. I said it five times underneath my breath. Yeah, thank you, dog. Thank you. You're, <laughs> you bro, you, you can't beat me, dog. You ain't gonna ever beat hey, me. No, no, it's, just it's, sit right there. Just sit it. right there and play your role, motherfucker. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sometimes you gotta play your role. We talked about yeah, that. We opened it up with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, homie. Sometimes you gotta be the pinata up in this bitch. I'm gonna bust you up, fool. <laughs> no, that's fucking. I love Casey, dog. Hoodstocks, baby. What up? You're on Hoodstocks. No, you're not. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Coño. Oh. oh, there he is. Tony. How you doing, Coño? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. I understand there's a guy right there from the Psycho Realm Fellas. See. Si. He's a good guy, huh? Eh, he's all right. Cindy, hey, man, much appreciation to your music, man. You oh. got me too many tough times, man. Thank you, you thank know? you. I appreciate everything you guys do, man. I'm glad we could do that for you. I to listen to your music for ages. My kids are gonna, my tiger's listening to it right now. Like I told Lucky, you know, you gotta stay on top of the wall, Papa. That's right, that's right. Thank you, brother. I swear to God, I love this dude right here, though. Bro, you got to have him on here, like, doing little skits for you or something, man. Oh, my God. He said his tigers. Homie. Yeah, he said my tigers going to listen. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's a good impersonation for sure. I told you, dog. I see you hear some food do some horrible fucking Scarface impersonations. That's man. why, dog. The Goonies got me spoiled, dog. You can't come with nothing better than that. And yeah. around that, that's why no one else is calling except that one fool. He oh, hit that pookie. He's like, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Need your own little sketch, man, on Hoodstocks. You yeah. Know what I mean? Hey, um, Cynic. Motherfucking cynic, dog. You know what, dog? I just, I, I wanted to have you on here, bro. 
uh, to give you your flowers. I got a box for you. Thank you, bro. Yeah, this is, this is for you, dog. I mean, I mean, yeah, just take it home with you, bro. You know what I mean? Don't get pulled over with that, dog. Bro. All right. <laughs> if you get pulled over, throw it out, bro. <laughs> it's not a box. It's not ticking. No, it's not terror tapes. Oh, yeah, kilo in here. Or... <laughs> hey, that's for you, my G. You know what I mean? Uh, hold on real quick. We, let's, let's see what right here. <laughs> Pictures of my mom. Uh, hello, Young Hunstocks. <laughs> This ugly bitch out of here! <laughs> All right, cold yeah. player. Yeah, it's, it's a tough world, dog. You know that, dog. You were right there in Pico Union, dog. When motherfucking uh, Thousand Oaks kids were sleeping All on right, trees. Well, Runaway Thousand Oaks. Who would have thought that, huh? You on Hoodstocks? Talk to us, baby. You like the King Taco right there? You on Hoodstocks? That fool's. Oh, He's no. Off. He's getting off. He's getting off. To Cynic. On a podcast. Nah, he was fucking with Lucky. <laughs> oh! He magically hit the butt. Magical Did you button. see that, bro? Oh. What the fuck? That was weird. That was weird, because that's a button you got to press, bro. Yeah. That's a button. That's a magical button. And I hit the desk, dog, and that shit went off. I didn't touch it. You oh, see me, I didn't touch moment. it. Yeah, you can't do it twice. Who the fuck did that shit, dog? That was crazy, dog. I'm gonna play it back. Spirits. Spirits. I mean, how many spirits are in here? Just... Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm walking up. And I'm like, what's up with the Budari connects, bro? Would you get your cards read and fucking Olympia at the same time right there? Is that what you do out there? Yeah, this fool's crazy, dog. Hey, um, before we end this out, spirits. Uh, how many spirits are in here right now? I mean, do you feel spirits? You talk to spirits? Do spirits move you? Nah, I don't think I can. Uh, no? No. Okay. No, no, not that I'm aware of. I mean, energy, energy is spirit, right? It can, it can be, you know what I mean? But yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Probably next door, bro. I don't know what they do next door. You can just get motherfuckers are coming through walls. Yeah, you know I mean? that was crazy. Anyways, I, I don't want to get all weird about that. But you know what, dog? Uh, I, I just want, I wanted to have you on, dog, to just like, uh, you know what I mean? It, and this is a term that's used and used and used, dog. But to give a motherfucker his flowers, dog. I mean, bro, like all these years, bro, I've been rocking with you. And it's just, it's, it's like, because of this podcast, you know, I, now I can have a conversation with you, and I and I feel very, uh, I feel very blessed and grateful, dog, to to sit down and, and have this conversation with you today. Just because you you haven't known me, you never met me until until now, dog. But I've known you, dog, for like what uh, twenty years or so. You feel me, dog? Yeah. You know, and and so. Um, and I've always fucked with you, dog. You know what I mean? And always like what you do. You need to keep doing it. You need to, you know, fucking after the fucking Lord of the Flies, dog, go crazy. Reach out to different cats, dog. Put yeah. your stamp out there in the world, dog. Yeah, you're and still, I appreciate you. Yeah, and you're still young too, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean, what, uh, you're 42, baby. Yeah, be 42. You know what I mean? So yeah, still young. We still good. Yeah, you gotta get that, dog. Yeah. You know thank you, mean? man. No, thank you for having me on too, man. I appreciate you reaching out. You know what I'm saying? So thank you, man. You know, it was dope, bro. I mean, when you when you accepted to come on, and then we just ran around with different dates, and you know, some one didn't work for you, one didn't work for me, and and and, and we still uh, stuck with it and figured it out, dog. And 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 I'm and because when with you, I was like, damn, I gotta like, oh, he wants this, but damn, I I mean, I really couldn't. Anyways, yeah, dog. no, no worries, yeah. man. You know. I'm just glad, you know, like I said, I, anytime I see a homie doing something positive, dog, it, whatever I could do, you know what I'm saying? If you feel like I could add to your platform or whatever you're, you know, for whatever reason you want to ask me questions, 
uh, you know, it's appreciated and I can support, you know what I mean, anytime, you know what I mean? For a dude that listens to nothing but podcasts, like you stated, bro, you know what I mean? I mean, how did you feel? Bro, I want to step this? closer to Joe Rogan, bro, what you yeah. mean? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I agree, baby. Yeah, you're doing it. You're the voice of the streets, man. Not, you know, you're gonna. That's not the only thing that you're gonna do, but you know, man, you're off to the right track. I think, man. Thank you, know you brother. Hey, I want everybody to give it up for Cynic, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Appreciate you, my G. Anything? Yeah. Anything you want to plug on the way out of here, though? Oh man, not just you know. I appreciate everybody that called up, anybody that tuned in. You know what I'm saying? People that have been supporting us throughout this whole time. Thank you. You know what I mean? And. uh just keep looking out. We're going we're gonna to drop some, some more stuff. Absolutely, you know I mean? dog. Everybody sure. give it for Cynic. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. You know what I mean? Let's just get Yer. this. Yeah, let's get this shit out, baby. Thank you. <laughs>